Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Christmas says hell yeah, so I guess that means we are recording. We are recording. So, we are uh, in... Uh, today was classified as a cold snap. Yeah. Yes. I don't think anybody would... 30. That. 30? We had 20, uh, 26 at the east side shot, and All we right. had enough snow to cover a little bit of grass. All right. So, you're right. I was very surprised that... How were the roads? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, as much as I fucking hate salt and can't stand it, the uh, on the 29 right now, huh? Look at us. The uh, it's going to get warmer <coughs> for tomorrow. I think tomorrow's supposed to go up to as high as eight, 38. 29 right now. It's going down to 24 yeah. tonight. What? Oh, oh, practice here. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he could park closer to the door? What? Do you think he could park any closer no, to the door? Cool. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, then. Gopher beers. They're 100% gophers. Welcome to the Hi. show. This is the podcast crew. Yeah, we are, we're getting ready to pod. We are. Awesome. Yeah. Hi, I'm Annie. Nice to meet hey, you. We, we are podding. I'm Dustin. Nice Hi, to meet nice you. Nice to meet you, Dustin. John, nice to meet John? you. John? Hi, I'm Annie. Hi. Well, there we, we've just, <laughs> we've just Hi, introduced Annie, the nice podcast, I guess. That's good. That worked out really well. Yeah. Does anybody have a cigarette for her? Sorry. I don't. I have, nope. I'm here. No, it's totally I had a feeling fine. that was going to happen. Don't smoke yeah. on Christmas ale. Yeah, trip to... Oh, <laughs> no. I know. That's I know. just as bad as a cigarette. Oh. <laughs> so strong. No, but I have to get back to uh, Opie's house. Oh, sorry. Our, dun, dun, our kids dun. are... Oh, play date. Yeah. yeah. Well, right no, they're in the Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts. Oh. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love the how the scout the mom can bring the beers for Obi. for Obi. anything that gets the kids out of the house yeah, yeah. is a, a proper thing for me. I will oh. when I come so back. So who in. made this? She just had some of my bacon. Oh, you so. did? Yeah, oh yeah. That's Chris's Chris's bacon. Some of mine. That looks better. It's got red pepper in it. Mother, oh, you know what? I shouldn't. Well, have told why you did you say? I was gonna say why did you say that? Let that shit land. Yeah, I fucked that up. How fun is that? So, hey, it's the start yeah, of the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 50% of my life is devoted to cooking and making. Do you want to stay for the podcast? I can go Come on, stay for the podcast. Yeah. I'm sure these guys would rather have you than me. Come on, Annie. We're used to John. Oh, my God. If you can. Plus, we're fun. Yeah. I don't think you can keep up his end of the bargain when it comes to butt noises. So, <laughs> he's required. It appears you do not know any. He's required to produce a certain number of sound effects per show. The, uh, so how long have you been doing rule. this? 174 episodes, give or take. Well, yeah, probably about more than that. Yeah, GLBC. About seven, eight years now. It's gone on for way too long. Yeah, yeah. Since really I think cool. t- it really is. 2010. So yeah. January 2010. Yeah, there you go. The, uh, it's uh, we have we have tens of followers. Right, exactly. All over the world, we right? do great. And we said that on recent analytics, we didn't have anybody in Africa. So yep. Pete's over there. He's Pete's supposed, a, right, I told him get on it. We have a guy in Africa trying to raise our membership. Annie, you're my favorite person. Annie, <laughs> smile when you Annie is you loading you up is with meat. Like yeah. or something like that. What is that? This is. That's, that's a. You got to talk faster for the podcast. The dead air's coming. Beer on. sausage. <laughs> <laughs> this is called beer sausage. Yummy. Got it down to Hansa. I said, "What the, the hell?" Hansa house. Oh, we were just talking yeah. about Hansa. They have yeah. the best. Oh my god, they have the best <laughs> Hansa house. They have a Hansa. beer. Ding. Ding. <laughs> we just made twenty-five cents. What I drink? Yeah. The Winsig. W i n s i g. Yes, the Winsig. 
Delicious. It's smoked and it's sour. They're awesome. Wow. Very complicated. So I was been feeding her my bacon. I had regular. Oh, dude, bacon. is that a euphemism? Yeah. And uh, stop. Stop. Oh my god. Really? <laughs> First person to go. There's a cock. The. Uh, she just found out we're recording. She's like, I'm out. Don't leave here. It's going to turn into a Louis C.K. thing at any moment. It's amazing. I don't want to hear about this moment 15 years from now after you've become a millionaire. Right, exactly. Sorry. That's the way it turns around and gets you. You're just having a good time. Everyone's having a good time. I don't know if you're going to single me out. Because you're a multi-fucking millionaire. That's why. <laughs> All the people in the room that had no money, safe. Right? Yeah, the poor guy can do whatever he wants. The wealthy fucker's got to be careful the way he acts. Yeah. <laughs> Never running for Congress. What do you think about Louis C.K.? Though? He came out and he was just like, diarrhea of the mouth. Uh, absolutely. I just want to give him credit for asking permission. Because the story I heard, which may or may not be yeah, true, I read the whole thing. I read yeah. the was that... The people, the complaint was that he asked permission to 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 flog the bishop. If uh, okay, Phil, whip your dick out and start uh, masturbating. That's inappropriate. Well, you've asked me to. Yeah, that's. Ah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, so now you're in your trouble for asking me to. If it was okay for him. To right. Okay. So ask us permission if it's okay. For right. Him. May I please? No. Produce my unit and start masturbating. She no. Said no. She said no. Right. So, so I don't do it. But if you but if you don't say nothing, right. then uh, right. and you stay there, right. that's called passive passive approval. I just think it's just you didn't say. say yeah. Now, okay, Come on. So a story with Prego. Okay, passive yeah. approval <laughs> sounds like something a Republican <laughs> made up. Yeah. And there goes our right wing audience. Why? Why are you bringing up Prego? Oh no. Because this is a very interesting story. At least ten thousand people need to know this. What's that? At least ten thousand people need to know this. No, they don't need to. Know this. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, there's another pair of ears in the room. I didn't yeah. know we were recording. Thousands of them. We're live? Yes! Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Well, we're not live. We're, you know, we're what we are. Bacon? Yeah, you're on air. Zombie. Bacon that text I sent you said we were starting. Oh, I didn't see that text. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. No, tape's been rolling, brother. I'm sorry. It's okay. Come on, can you tell? He's Nobody knows who Drago is. So we're only in like... Drago. We're six and a half minutes in. So Drago, we're at a party with Drago. Yeah. At five o'clock in the morning, yeah. after hours, sure, watching some adult films. No, it wasn't after hours. It was just really early. It was really early. Right. So adult films. Early four breakfast. guys and this chick at her house, and right. it was her idea. Right. And the, so that is not implied consent. I passed out. I wake up to screams and shouts. Well, here Drago, right, had decided. You know what? Let's get things started. <laughs> well, in the middle of this, I think everybody's kind of into this. I think everybody's kind of into this. I shuck out my cock. And oh. uh, let's, you know, just see what, you know, yeah. Well, apparently it didn't go over very well. But he's not a multimillionaire. And she flipped out. Right. Well, guess uh, what? I got a news tip for you. Well, I mean, if it's five in the morning, I don't care. Guys, Once again, I was in a tank. With three other gentlemen for months on end, What's and not gross? once did anyone ever be like, "I think the mood's about right." <laughs> well, if, but if there had been one, if there had been one kind of drunk, not very good-looking girl in the tank, <laughs> there was. His name was Lucas. He was our loader. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he was special. Very unfortunate title. The he loader. Was built well. This is kind of going off he the rails. Well. A little too tall to be a tanker, but mm. yeah. Oh, no. 
But this God, he looked good. He looked good in Twilight. <laughs> damn fine looking man. It's very nice meeting him. Very nice. Nice meeting to meet you, you too. Thank Welcome you to the internet. Podcast. <laughs> We're sorry about that. I'm going to walk her out the room. Uh, walk her out uh, the room. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Every horror movie starts with that line. Yes, exactly. I'm just going to walk you out of the car. Stab, 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 stab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was. Uh, hey, you mean we're recording? Sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's more interesting than the other shit we do. Right. He took it out. He took it, it out. out. Remember that episode? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it out yeah. out. out. <laughs> yeah. I don't. That, once again, I. I've always enjoyed Louis C.K., so if it's true that he asked permission, good for him. If it's true he's getting in trouble for it, you have too much money. And please don't let this start a debate on our blog. No, or no, email it won't. Because <laughs> well, once again, the yeah. chips, there's no, there's still no evidence in the facts. It's just yeah, an accusation. All right, so at this point, you know, right now we're only talking about it because ah. an accusation has been levied. Ah. Yeah, there's no facts yet. Well, no, he agreed to all of it. Well, I don't know. He admitted, he admitted that... It could be damage control. He did it, yeah. It could oh, just it could be, be better to better to come out and say you did it than, than to fight it. You know, well, you fight it, they keep drilling down deeper and deeper. Who knows what they're going to find? You come out and... Like the Senate candidate yeah, from Alabama. I never did anything like that. She's a total liar. I never touched anyone under the age of 18. Blah, blah, blah. So like, yeah, all right, okay, dude. I don't, <laughs> hey, man. I don't have any idea what the hell... But we did get a complaint of talking about our, uh, our reviews and our, our thing. Um, uh, I can't wait to hear the complaints from yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah. Asshat235 says, uh, you guys love the podcast, but the PC800 podcast got to the end of it, didn't you? Whoa. Yeah, so that bacon's That's got a little bit good. of That's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> so on this subject, he said PC800 podcast, loved it, got all the way to the end of it. However, the incessant chewing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Crinkling. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He well, said, it's got to stop. Well, and so good. I'm glad he brought it up. Right. It's got to stop. He said, it's got to stop. So he said, side, con- side conversations and chewing noises. It's got to stop. Um, he's the only one that actually sent the message to that effect. Another him? guy said that, another dude said that he listened, he made it till the end of the PC-800 podcast. And it caused a little bell to go off in his brain. And he was wondering, well... There's that motorcycle across the parking lot from where my office is that I've been looking at for a long time. Always wondered what it was. And sure as shit, it was a PC-800. Nice. And apparently the P- owner of that PC-800 had done a dark side conversion and put a 15-inch car wheel on the back of it. Car oh, tire. God. I thought I thought you were going to go where, you know, the guy acquired it and that is now a, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. It says, "Well, I sat through the PC eight hundred infomercial podcast podcast infomercial, and I'll be damned if I didn't make uh, didn't make me walk across my work parking lot to take a closer look at the weird looking bike I'd always seen parking there. After your description of it, it sounded like what I'd seen. It turned out to be a PC eight hundred, all right, and with a car tire on the back. I guess just having that unicorn wasn't weird enough. Picks attached, and sure enough, he sends me a picture of a red a red PC eight hundred with a white sheepskin seat." <laughs> And sure as shit, an economy car tire on the back. And I mean economy like it didn't cost more than $42. <laughs> it is a cheapo, cheapo tire. Oh, Mars text. The, uh... Jesus, Mars does attack. Holy crap. Getting alerts and... I always wonder when somebody... Like, when more than one cell phone goes off at a time, if it's like that scene in every post-apocalyptic war movie where all the people in the bunker or all the people in government, all their phones start lighting up at the same yeah. time. 
because there's some shit that's happening that I'm not. Well, aware. all the, the people that are, are, that are part, against us. part of the secret bunker, their phones right. are lighting their up to get to work, up and they're gone, yeah. and you're not. And you're like, well, that doesn't bode well for me. Well, hell, yeah, well, hell, that indeed. was Hempling. Hey, oh, that was guys Hempling. As we were just talking, South Africa. As we were just talking about him, <laughs> it's almost as if he heard what we were just saying because he says didn't have enough listeners in South. No, Africa. No, no, the message was. Where'd it go? Honest to goodness, man. I texted him. The message is, check the stats in a few weeks. <laughs> I've been talking it up. You've been building our... Thank you, Pete Humphrey, Thank you, for Pete. building yeah. our podcast listenership in South, South Africa. Africa. Tell them we Fucking said... fantastic. <laughs> Once again, this is South Africa. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> the... Uh, so we did want to talk about this. Or I don't know if Michael Fresh is coming back in, but the uh, oh, he's trying to come in. All right, easy in twenty minutes. Easy. The uh, uh, so Piaggio announces that they've got uh, that they've got an electronic, uh, electric, full electric plug-in. Uh, did you? Uh, did you? Uh, yeah, do you want a podcast? Yeah, you want a podcast? Uh, oh, did you read up fuck. on the new Piaggio electric or the electric Vespa? I sent you the link. But yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't read too much of it. Yeah. Kind of quickly while I was doing things. There's a. There's really no I, price. I saw that it has. Listed. Like, just put, okay, I'll listen to you. It basically looks exactly <laughs> like a Primavera. Okay. It's it's for all intents and purposes. Now it's it you. is uh, the uh, warehouse John. Cool. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. So that's I got a warehouse. People, for any podcast you're wondering, I got a four thousand square foot warehouse, which is going to make closing down my Eastside shop a lot more sexy. I need to get some of your meat in my mouth here. Yeah, get some meat in no mouth. So they, uh, so Not it's that. apparently at the Milan show. So you know the Eichma show in Milan. They uh, they're talking about oh podcast listener chimed in, sent us an email, very nice. Said quit it with the chewing noises, quit it with the cutting noises, and the sound of eating. While he's listening to us in his car stereo is not is not appreciated. I think it would be was a bad measure. I think it would be worse to have us in your podcast. I mean your your pod your what do you call those earbuds? Earbuds, yeah. earbuds. That would probably be worse because that lip smacking deliciousness. That bacon, by the way. You just gonna, how would you rate it on a scale of uh, nine to ten? Oh, I would rate it on God. a scale of drool, as in all the way to my knees, because it starts out sweet, and, and then it goes. Fucking cayenne red pepper. Yeah, it's, it's heating up real good. Yeah, it's heating up real good. Yeah, it's one of those things you eat a couple of them and then you can't feel your lips and then you wish you couldn't feel your lips. Yeah. So they're saying this thing has a range of 62 miles, the electric Vespa. Yes, I and, saw that. Yep. And they're. Uh, what was the horsepower rating on it? It was like. Uh, only like 4K V. I couldn't figure yeah, it out. Yeah, it really doesn't look like it's going to be... You're not going to be able to race a zero with it? No, I don't think so. And they're saying that the battery should last about 10 years. we talked about it with the, the Kimco or whoever else was coming out with a new yes. electric scooter? a lot of people. I mean, a hell of a lot. And there's a hybrid version. Now, they have trotted out their hybrid MP3 going back probably six or eight years. And, and the idea MP3? Well, they that. threatened us with it. Uh... And every Vespa dealer who's listening to the podcast is like, yeah, you bet your ass they did. Um, 125cc gas motor okay. with electric drive system. Huh. And uh, so what they're saying is this this electric, this plug-in electric Vespa. I want them to put the electric motor in the front wheel. I'm sorry? 
I want them to put the electric motor in the front. That's wheel. fine. It will just handle weird for people that are used to rear-wheel drive vehicles. It would be a two-wheel drive. Well, then it would be if you had the hybrid, the gas one in the back and the electric right. in the front. You, you see what that. I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I just, the first time you wick that throttle with that front-wheel drive, <laughs> giddy up. <laughs> Look, I can do front-wheel burnouts. Look, I screwed myself into the ground. Well, if, <laughs> if the gas motor's making 20 or 30 horsepower yeah. and the front motor's making another 10 or 15. Oh, yeah, work those two together. Do it like all the modern sports cars do. The... Uh, it's really uh, the biggest thing on this is it looks like it's a technology farm, like the Bluetooth connectivity with your phone, and then there's uh, uh, talk to the bike to make it do things. Well, that's important to the voice modern. recognition. <laughs> it's got Siri. Consumer, it, you know, like. it does. It absolutely does. <laughs> it's um, it says riders will even be able to trigger a phone's voice assistant or control music, providing they have a Bluetooth capable helmet. So you get a Bluetooth capable helmet. Now the bike, your uh, iPhone and shit are working together. Yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, now here's the thing that it says on paper they call it they call it the Vespa Electrica or Electrica. Um, looks like a solid first effort from the most famous scooter brand in the world. Its range and power is comparable to the most viable and attractive electric scooters like the ones from Gogoro that are already on the market, without sacrificing the style that Vespa is known for. The Electrica probably won't be as cheap as a Gogoro, but it will be more widely available. What, uh, whenever it arrives next year, that is. So, really, I've been kind of looking at a lot of the different electric offerings. Now, electricity has been available as an option for scooters in China for about the past 10 years. In fact, there was a program in China to take the internal combustion engine out of your scooter and switch it over to electric. And they make tons and tons of kits. There's all kinds of kits. You name what brand of scooter you have, and they make a kit to de- Internal combustion. Oh, shit. Retrofit it. To retrofit it. Exactly right. And that's really super popular there because there are tax incentives to not running gas because they want to clean up their environment. Contrary to popular belief, the Chinese do actually care a little bit about their environment. They do. Absolutely. And they do breathe air. They do breathe air. And when they had the Olympics there, they had to clean it up. So there were all these incentives prior to the Olympics uh, that did their best to clean up the air around uh, in Which China. they're not going to see in the Olympics for another 40 years. Anyway. So they, why, why, why would they care, exactly? They're going um, back to shitting in the street. <laughs> <laughs> That's India, okay. come on. That was a um, whole conversation <laughs> that we had at work about India and wiping with your hand and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yep. yeah. But the, that's uh, a squirrel. We'll talk about that later. The the biggest thing about comparing it to the Gogoro, the Gogoro is basically $1,400 U.S. And... I have to think that this electric, this all-electric Vespa. I saw something where the Oracle of Cleveland yeah. predicted yeah. this would be a nine ninety nine ninety nine model. I, I really do think they're going to they're going to come out with it at nine 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 nine. That it's going to be a ninety nine ninety nine thing, and that's <laughs> only that's, how, that's how like that Hitler it? scene from Inglorious Bastards. Nine 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 nine. Are we comparing this to like a GTS three hundred or yeah, more than the one fifty? We're going to the one fifty. It's level. a one fifty chassis. 150 chassis. So it's a Primavera, so we have a Primavera parked right there. They're $5,000. So to buy a Primavera is going to run you five grand. So I think for the premium of having this cutting-edge technology, um, just like when Vespa unveiled their 946, their 946 was $9,460 for a 150cc scooter. Fuck. Okay? Me. Well, that's exactly it. 
So I think that if that's the, what they're trying to if do. If the Vespa 946 was nine thousand four hundred sixty dollars, I think that this Primavera 150 with an electric hybrid motor, with electric motor, not hybrid. Sorry, is going to be nine 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 nine. A 946 should be nine hundred forty six cc, shouldn't it? Well, it's nine forty six because that's the model number from the nineteen forty six. Uh, initial Vespa, the first Vespa ever sold. Oh. Oh, I'm pointing to the poster. The posters got lowered, but the very first Vespa was called the Vespa 946. A so, thousand cc Vespa would be something. It would be something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it really would be. Uh, but the uh, the Gogoro basically they have sh- they have fleets of these things in Berlin, and then you can <clears throat> swipe your credit card, take the electric scooter for a spin, leave it at a pl- charging station somewhere else. And then fuck off and do your thing, and then That's at the end cool. of the day, swipe your card again, grab a go-go row, and, and go home. But uh, to give you guys an idea what the go-go row looks like, it looks like that. What? The? It's kind of spacey. I actually kind of like it. Yeah, that's cool. It's very eggy, very egg-shaped. It's a. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It it's has, definitely it has like the Perry Dakar windshield. It does have where a Perry Dakar. Where it's a windshield, but it's not yeah. clear. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, these are they're pretty neat. They're pretty interesting. Uh, they've got a thousand units available right now, and there's going to be more coming. But this has been around for a while, and they said uh, you can you can rent these things for twenty euros a day. So it's about twenty five bucks. So for twenty euros a day, you got a scooter. That's a fucking great deal. I don't I know if anybody's I ever. I can eat the meat, but I'm not eating the cracker unless you soak yeah. it in beer and make it soft because it's uh. too crunchy. Sorry. Oh, too crunchy for the podcast. I, I'm severely too close. Just aim your head away from the microphone when you shoot. I tried. I was sitting there yeah. sucking on the cracker until it got soggy. Until it got soggy. <laughs> and, then you, and then you did it. Um, also, to give you an idea of, there's some Chinese shit that's currently available in the United States. If you go to uh, Wally World, they've got a Chinese called an E-Wheels, uh, 600-watt, 48-volt uh, electric moped for $1,799. 68 volt. 48 volt. 48 volt. 48 volt. To give you guys an idea, the zeros run at 100 volts. Okay. So the zeros run at 100 volts. Uh, those, uh, remember those HUV electric bicycles we had? Those ran at 36 volts. Usually things tend to run at a, a multiplication of 12. Right. That's just pretty standardized. You take three 12-volt batteries in the requirements series. Yeah. Uh, well, these are all like 1.5 cells that are just... Bajillions okay. of them, but yeah, but they seem to. That's be that what way. differentiates the zero from some other manufacturers in the electric yeah. market is that they only, they come up with their own pouch type they battery have a, system, their own batteries. Yeah. So they tend to be smaller and more productive. So it's not built on the twelve volt, pla- you know, twelve volt times twelve volt times right. twelve volt. It's just hundred volts. And I think the Vespa, because what they're they're suggesting is it has a sixty two mile range, and based on the speed they're saying. That it's going to have about a thirty, you know, thirty-two or thirty-five mile per hour top speed. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I, I said that. It's going to cost you ten. Grand. It's going to go thirty-five miles an hour. Thirty-five. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Got a lot less sexy, didn't it? Uh, I like the look of it. That's it's not, gorgeous. Let's it talk is, more about the look. It's a Primavera. It's a pre. It's chrome. It does. It's a Primavera that's done or in the original. Aluminum. Yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. The original 946 prototype, if you look back at the original pictures, the 946 prototype was available in this exact same finish. It looks like a fucking Airstream. Yeah. And it does look like an Airstream. It looks like polished it aluminum. It looks really sexy. Uh-huh. You know? 
and that's what they're the finish that they're trotting out the electric in. You would now think this that might, great? Yeah. If you tore out the electric motor, <laughs> put in a twin cylinder two stroke two fifty or three fifty. So it's good for the environment. And that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, with exhaust pipes coming through the side of the hull, coming through the like, side, coming uh, through, like uh, yeah. stingers coming out the side of the panels, like. And I like the way they put the blue the there blue highlight on the wheels yeah. to show you that it's eco friendly because blue is now the official color of eco friendly. Just ask anybody with a BMW car. Huh. You know, I thought green was the color. Well, it used to be, but then they realized green wasn't as salesworthy as blue. So blue is the new <laughs> yeah. green? Right, blue is the new green. That's what they said. Trust me, millions of dollars in marketing were oh, spent on You on bet this. your ass. Switching to blue? Switching 35. to blue, yeah. I think the 35 is simply so they can sell it planetary as a moped, keeping people from getting insurance, um, making it more approachable, parkable, um, making it, <coughs> don't sell it to half the people when you can sell it to all the people. If you make the bike equivalent to a 125 or a 150 and it goes 60 miles an hour, so I well, you're DUI. cutting half your market. I got a DUI. I lost my license. Right. I can ride this. Yeah, and you know, in some states like ours, it's technically not still a moped because it doesn't have pedals. It has over one horsepower and it goes over 30 miles per hour and it can hold two people. All of those things disqualify it from being a moped. In Ohio. Yeah, and Ohio's talking about changing their laws, but Ohio moves glacially slow. So... I got a customer that got a ticket for parking his 125 buddy on the sidewalk, even though that's been a legal thing to do now in Ohio for over two years. Right. And uh, when he contacted the city of Cleveland with the ORC and said, uh, you can't charge me for this because it's fucking legal. Right. And the city of Cleveland said, well, not in Cleveland. We have an ordinance. <laughs> ordinance 473.93, and I'm not kidding. Yeah. Says you can't uh, travel with wheeled ve- any wheels yeah. on a sidewalk. Right. So, so they can write you a ticket for riding your skateboard down the yeah. sidewalk. I guarantee you they can ride. Right. So it's, they cited him with a parking ordinance, and they said, well, that's coming off the books. Apparently, the state, they're finally, Cleveland is going to admit that there's a state law on, in January, and so they, they were nice enough to not charge him. They were nice enough to hmm. throw his ticket out that he got for parking his 125 scooter on the sidewalk per state law. So that's, you know, that's kind of interesting. The, uh, but whether it costs 10 grand or whether it costs 5 grand, the Gen Z that we had here that we tested, the electric scooter, it went 32 miles per hour. It was around $3,200, $3,500. And even if the Vespa was only $5,000, I found that I had real problems with the limitations of being able to go 32 miles an hour around here. How many Buddy 50s did we sell? Exactly. Yeah. You know? And the Buddy 50 could legitimately go 50. Those are the bikes that people bought to give away for free. Yes, exactly. That's right. Every time somebody wanted to do a raffle and give a bike away, it was a Buddy 50. What's your cheapest bike? What's your cheapest bike? And Buddy 50s were only like 1,800 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Under two grand, and people would snack them up to give them away as raffle prizes. And still... You know, a de-restricted Buddy 50 can be a 50-mile-an-hour machine, like the Kimco People 50. It can, can be. be a 50-mile-per-hour machine. <clears throat> it can be. This The Gen Z is going to go 35 or 32. It can't be. Right. And same with this this electric Vespa. It, it's what it's going to be. The battery's clearly small. If it can only go 62 miles and it only allows you to have, well, if it's only capable of a top speed of 32 to 35 miles Well, wait until next year when they come out with the battery buddy. Right, yeah. The Bambino. Well, the, the, the battery buddy is probably going to be... The Bambino. Well, the, the battery. buddy, of course, in other markets is called the Ligero or the Boo Boo, and there's already battery... I'm sorry. Hey, there's boo-boo? already electric conversion motor kits for it. 
because mm. in mainland China, it's a bike that's already consumed. And they already make replacement kits. Take your internal combustion motor out, put this in. It's a hub driver wheel and a battery pack that goes under the seat. And now your formerly gasoline-powered bike is electronic, and that kit... Actually might make sense. Well, and that kit, should you be interested in buying one, is about $350 U.S. Oh, not bad. Pretty fucking cheap. So the trick is getting somebody to bring it in for you, because I really didn't find any U.S. importers of that kit here. But if you have somebody with connections in China that likes to ship heavy things full of lithium, uh, then you might be able to work something out. I think lithium is actually a problem with shipping it. Like, yeah, we pay a little bit of money. So if you own a, if you ever tried to buy a zero electric motorcycle, you'll learn that there's a, a pretty high shipping cost. You know, they could they could surround them, those kits with carfentanil, and oh. that comes in real easily. Fill the gas tank with fentanyl. With carfentanil? Carfentanil? Really? Yeah, yeah, that's one of those products that they're making in, uh, in well, China. Fentanyl, really? And then there's sefentanil, yeah. which is like the up up fentanyl. Yeah, but Jesus, because fentanyl needed to be stronger? There is car stronger. Are you fucking kidding me? Sefentanil is so lethal that mm-hmm. they were developed as a actual, as a biological, or as a, a chemical agent really? that will kill you. That the, the amount, like Because you pop, go out with a smile on your face? A poppy seed amount is enough that you're done. Hmm. My word. And at one point... Before, like like every other drug, before yeah. it was illegal, you could order it and get it shipped in from China for about $2,000. You'd get a kilo of it. So <laughs> chemical supplies, essentially, buying it as a chemical supply. Right. So you as could opposed to buying it as a pharmaceutical. kilo of cefentanil, which you couldn't could You could dilute. kill the city of Cleveland yes. if you put that into their water supply. Pretty much. Right. Or you could kill all the dandelions in Avon Lake. <clears throat> also true. Very no, Fuck they'd be just fine. It only they'd be dandy. <laughs> they'd be just fine. The, uh, but so I'm looking at that. Yeah, looking at that electric and kind of electric. I, I obviously, if Piaggio is looking at doing it, this this is their second time. So they looked at the MP3 hybrid. Now they're looking at this as a plug-in electric with a hybrid option. Um, clearly, it's got traction. Clearly, people are going after the electric stuff and realizing. It's not cost-driven, man. It's not. Gasoline isn't that fucking expensive. Even in places where gasoline is expensive to a motorcycle owner, it's really not expensive because you're getting 40 or 50 miles to the gallon minimum. So in the countries where gasoline is the most expensive, it's also cost-prohibitive to have a bike that gets 35 miles per gallon just because the bike is so fucking much money or the tariffs on that bike or the taxes on that bike. So our it keeps gas, it for the only the very wealthy. Our gas prices can change with the flip of a switch. Sure they can. Absolutely. The wrong thing happens, yeah. and we're going to see 5 bucks a gallon instantly. And if we saw $5 a gallon, we'd still be $2 lower than our friends in Europe are paying. You are correct. You know? It'd still be cheaper for them to travel here than it is there. Uh, I would love $5 a gallon. I think we would actually be like a frog over there. I thought you took your dentures out. <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry. Um, what is it about Toyota brakes that they can only be worked on when it's snowing? <laughs> I think I come, you've had a Toyota brake problem. No, last year, a couple of years ago, when Merritt and I were on our cross-country trip and we bought the, the poop-colored Tundra okay. in San Diego, we drove it back across America, my brakes went out somewhere around Palm Springs, and I decided to drive it you know, with with really shitty, like, grindy, grindy, grindy front brakes all the way to Flagstaff. Metal-centered metal brakes. Yeah, metal-centered, all right. Boy, metal on the metal-centered. So I bought some brakes, 
But it was Christmas Day, and I ended up changing the brakes in the parking lot in a blizzard in Flagstaff, Arizona. I come into the shop today. That sounds like a country western song. It does. There's two feet of snow. <laughs> but I'm changing people. my brakes in the room. Oh, all the people <laughs> staying at that $39 motel. Staying at $39 motel. <laughs> and saw us driving the, the Tundra that had clearly been upside down more than once. You know, and and so have you. Oh, yeah. And I'm in the parking lot with the thing jacked up. Doing the brakes jacked up. One side on the other side. Two feet of snow. And the, all these poor guys. And two feet of snow. Who's in the goddamn Motel 6 on Christmas? But people are in pretty rough shape. And a pretty rough character. They all wanted to give me money. <laughs> they all help out. Help out. They wanted to help out. That's the I Christmas had more spirit. People, I had more people come up to me in that parking lot. Can I give you a hand? Can I hold a flashlight for you? My Can God, I get... I'm fucking bored in my room, man. I cha- <laughs> you're changing brakes. That's something to do. Yeah, no, I think people really felt bad for me on Christmas that I'm doing a brake job out in the snow like that was our only transportation. They had no idea. And I you know, I had two bikes in the back. I had a yeah. 400F in the back. And, you're like, no, we have lifeboats. And already, yeah, but you don't use those lifeboats in two feet of snow. Right. You know, But this guy, probably they probably thought, look at this couple. They're traveling across America with their motorcycles in the back of the truck. They got no brakes. They got no option. They had to do a... Oh, man, these poor sons of bitches. We're a hell of a lot better off than they are. Well, but then Let's I show help up them out. He's changing brakes in the shop in the 29-degree weather, putting, you know... And his fucking house just nearly burned down. Right. He's homeless right now. It's Tell FEMA. him where you're living. You need FEMA housing. Yeah, no shit. You get a FEMA I don't trailer. why you don't just plug in the RV and move into the RV. <laughs> That's what I told him. <laughs> plug the RV into what? Into what? The neighbor's house. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Generator? He's <laughs> got a generator. Go huh? oh, fill her up with gas. Yeah, that would go yeah. great. How many people in your family, John? Four. You want to make a move into an RV? Yeah. Uh-huh. 29 degrees out? Woof. Yeah. No, put you up at the discomfort in instead. But it's got a dishwasher. Go ahead. Tell us, John. What What am I telling you? How did your house get hit by lightning? It didn't. Right. It didn't get hit by lightning. But it might as well. It power, got surged. Power lines went down, which caused a backflow or surge. And... Uh, so this is when the high-tension lines, mm-hmm. the mega-high-tension 13, lines... 13,800 volts is what the electricians told me. Hit the lines that go to, to your houses. 110 mm-hmm. apiece or 120 apiece. So yeah, all of a sudden, 13,600-odd volts... 13, yeah, or whatever. ...goes into a line that's supposed to carry 120 volts. Yeah, that's crazy. That could never happen. If that happened, it would blow everything in your house out. It did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Yeah. I mean, Smoke's not supposed to come out of your refrigerator. For some reason, the ground, I mean, there is a... A pole in the ground. Yeah, for lack of a better way to put it, a fucking, like a big piece of... Uh, Romex. Of, of, no, a big piece of... Uh, Copper grounding rod. Yeah. No. Rebar. After about ten seconds of dead silence, Silicone. I'll remember it. <laughs> it's called a field proximity ground. Piece of rebar, basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a and of there's rebar. a big-ass piece of copper going to that that's yeah. bolted to it. Right. And it goes right to the bus, but the main ground bus. Yeah. It's there. I don't know what happened. but it, So it's it, still there. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, it's there. Because but everything else is Right. Dry. And it provided yeah. an excellent ground for 13,000 volts to go through your, <laughs> your neutral <laughs> no, or your... No, because right. it should have... It should have the, the, the breakers are what failed you. Yeah, yeah. they did. 
Or the there was but what such, happened was the breakers popped. Whatever, I don't know. And then arced. Right. That's, and then caught on fire. Right. And you know, was, there while was, everything else was there was a small arcing. fire. Yeah, there was clearly sure. a fire. Yeah, there was clearly a fire. Yeah. Because you figure a breaker is just a switch, and when it pops, it pops. Right. And it leaves a gap. Yeah. But thirteen thousand volts can jump up. Can, can it can bridge? It can bridge that gap. Yeah. yeah. Thirteen thousand volts is going to jump any goddamn. Have gap. you ever seen? I've, have you ever seen when they've taken the tension off of those lines? So the high tension mm-hmm. lines, if you look up at them, where they're especially like where the lines trunk off. So yeah, they have the big levers. They have the big levers, and when they pull those fucking things off, yeah, it is the most amazing freaking arc. And like when they dropped it down, yeah, I watched the guy. He popped it off and he dropped it down, yeah, and it was a six foot arc in the air that was big like lightning bolt. Sh- that sustained an arc for a little bit till it gave up and then... Get the fuck out of here. Oh, so his, yeah. like, one-inch jump in his house... Well, ain't enough. It's ain't enough. Yeah. How if you run 13,000 volts for it? Wow. Yep. So we got a GoFundMe for poor Johnny no. Crow. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. I've got insurance. Yeah. He's got a deductible, folks. No, he's not. He doesn't need a GoFundMe. He needs a uh, he needs an electrician. It looks to, like he's got to go fuck me by the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does look like you got to go fuck me. <laughs> Damn yeah. straight, man. Yeah. Trying to find a trying to find an like being on the consumer side of trying to find a service industry guy at this right. point, yeah, is crazy because. I mean, obviously there was a lot of damage. It was. I don't know if anybody ever officially said it was a tornado. It was definitely a microburst. I couldn't believe. It's definitely we had nothing in Avon Lake. I mean, I was um, out of town. It cut a, it cut a swath through Brunswick, yeah. North Royalton, and went up up the hill, so to speak, and uh, in Brexville, yeah. a little bit of. Yeah, I could. Nobody gives a shit about Brexville. Very, I mean, yeah, no it shit. was that was very strange to read that. Nobody gives a shit about Brexville. It's not like a Strongsville or anything. Yeah, <laughs> fuckers or Painesville <laughs> or all the Vills. <laughs> the uh, the. It's it's just a very very weird thing, but I'm, I, it's so weird that it just completely nuked your power system and it, and and yep. took out every damn thing. So. Did your neighbors get hit too? Um, more they, they did, but I mean they have more modern modern equipment. Oh, okay. Yeah, part of the part of the deal with mine, and I'm sure we've got four people listening that like to talk about electricity, but. Uh, Part of the problem with mine is the breakers are something called pushmatics, and they're like wow. really, really old. Oh, okay. And they're like yeah. technically not even. It's, they're not illegal well, to they have them. They make people go and remove them. But yeah. if they're building new, you can't use you them. You cannot use them. But they're made in Romania, so that's because, why. <laughs> because well, they came from are, Frankenstein's castle. <laughs> yeah. There are. I've been told two things about them. One thing about them is they're they shit. will they can arc when you turn them when on and off. off. Yes. Yeah. You know, and you, if it's dark, yeah. you can actually like look and you'll see a tiny arc. Oh yeah. And the other thing I was told, which is what happened to at least two of them, out <coughs> of the six that are supposed to pop, so is that sometimes they will not disengage, they will not right. break circuit. Right. Yeah. Um, that box has no master disconnect. Right. So it's service comes in. It's just those and the top. Breakers. Six breakers yeah. are that's the your master's disconnect. Yeah, that's your service disconnect. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Until you go outside to the meter and take the meter off. Yeah, it's yeah. you've got an open. The circuit. only way to the only yeah. way to kill it if something's fucked up in the box like it right. is now is yeah. to uh, as they said pull the meter. Yeah, pull the meter, which is. And um, yeah. if for any of you guys that are listening yeah. that would like to perform hooligan antics, 
You got the little tag that they, you know, threaten you with incarceration for you don't cutting. You cut it. Trust me, you spin that meter hard enough, that tag will rip. I guarantee it. You can shut the power off in virtually any well, building in America simply by going out and giving that electric, that glass electric dome on the side of your house that tells you how much kilowatt hours you're using. Twist, twist that son of a bitch. And when you give it a good, hey, hey Steve Hoffer. In shorts, in Wait 28 degrees, you look like you on a ruckus. You look like you rode a bike today. Fuck yeah! Holy shit! In shorts. God damn! Your face is so red. You literally are the reddest guy I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's cold. It's feeling yeah. 28 it like, degrees yeah. out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's hey, ruckus riding weather. Something to warm up. I just think mm-hmm. it's hilarious. You are still wearing. Oh, sorry, podcast. Way to go, podcast listeners. Oh, uh, bacon. Yeah. Yeah. It's so really he's turning down the hard stuff. Yeah. We were talking about the electric, uh, the electric Vespa. Which they're, uh, they've threatened us with for a while, and now it actually showed up at Milan. So it's at the Eichmann oh, really? Show in Milan. Yeah, and so they're saying 62 mile range. Um, I'm going to guess probably a 4K, like a 4 kilowatt battery, because 62 miles. 62 miles top speed is yeah. only 35. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I think it's probably three and a half, maybe. Yeah, three and a half or four cell. And the first thing that comes to my mind with that is, can it be jailbroke? Right, right. Can, you know, right. is it is it limited like? It's the the one that came here for us to test. The guy right. was like, "Well, you know." <laughs> yeah, that guy with the the Gen Z. Yeah, they were very much like. I forgot what it was called. And I yeah. said specifically, I was like, "I like everything about this bike." Two wheel drive electric pickup truck. Yeah, the build the build cool. quality is fantastic. <laughs> the brakes were great. The suspension yeah. was great. Thirty six. Thirty two miles an hour. Whatever. Be was, killed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had my GPS running, and I never got over thirty two miles an hour. And it's too slow. You know. And it's funny because it gets up like a house on fire. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> bad. Oh, too close. To look, a little. T- oh, uh, even worse. Too soon. Too oh, soon. Oh man, sparks are gonna fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Newsflash. Yeah. So, how's things Thank going you. for you, Hoffer? Busy. Busy as hell, huh? I heard there's a deal going on. And und. Between uh, Johnny Chrome uh-huh. and Steve Hoffert. Who can sell their PC-800 first? Where'd you hear <laughs> I gotta buy my daughter a car first. The Jeez. Cleveland City Auction is tomorrow. Anything good? I didn't. I wasn't over there doing pullouts, but I saw, I believe, is a Honda Civic either hybrid or, or natural, natural gas. Yeah. Along the back. You got to tell me that after the podcast. And there's a ton, there's a ton of tractors and other bullshit. Ooh, tractors. <laughs> Your daughter gets a tractor. <laughs> no, I bought her. I bought her a nice Subaru tra- uh, B9. Yeah. Right. Jeez, that's well a good done, car. Dad. Right. Good job. So. Holy shit. The problem with that car, which I've been fighting with now for, it's got high mileage, 197,000, okay. but it's. It's the high-end one, you know, leather. Wait, it's seven really years nice. old? Yeah, it's nice. Okay. That's yeah. just Super. breaking in a Subaru. Yeah, yeah it's really nice. But I test drove it, and it was fine. Yeah. The guy prior to me test driving always are. checked the radiator and left the cap at half-mast. No way. <gasps> so out. when I got it, my daughter drove yeah. it home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. she got it home, it was overheated. Of course it was. So Why would that happen? The guy, the guy prior to me test driving it, he opened the radiator cap, right. looked in to see if there was coolant, 
put the radiator cap on, but didn't yeah, it was all halfway. the way. On. So I mean, I so it wasn't still pressurized. Should be cool it, though. I mean, no, it's getting cool, but what happened but no is pressure. it sucked in air. Yes, yeah, so it yeah. burped itself. And those things are Subarus are notorious for okay. being. Yeah. It's very difficult to purge air right. from a Subaru cooling system, so especially they overheat that air six cylinder. Yeah. yeah. So I've been fighting with that. And I finally got, I bought one of those radiator funnels. You know, you stick it on top and yes. it's like, and you have to run it until yeah. it, until it spits all the air out. So yeah. it's, it's a multi-day yeah. process Holy to get it shit. all out. Yeah. So I think in the meantime, it, it destroyed the thermostat. And, right. But I don't think I have a head gasket leak. That's going to be the next yeah. question. Yep. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. yeah, so... Yeah. We'll see. Well, Man, what a sweet car. But she's like, this car is too big for me. Get me an S-Class Mercedes. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. What? So I'm like, what? Yes, what honey. do you think I am, made of money? You mean that little, lovely little blonde girl I met at the beer engine? Yeah. She said that? You know what she looked good riding in? A the Mazda bus. RX-7. Yeah. I got that, too. <laughs> yeah, she'd look good on the bus. for begging for a, Well, that's a, what. She takes most of the time. Yeah. She takes the bus, but yeah. she works, and she can't get from... Work to school you know, or whatever. I think so. she could be upgraded into a 1998 Tacoma, a nice base Tacoma four cylinder, good on gas, four brand new snow tires. I found her a nice like Buick Saber. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you know what the text was? I said I found you a, a ninety thousand mile Buick Saber guy at work selling it yeah. from his parents. Yeah. Uh, I think she said ew. Yeah. <laughs> no, you said blue, not not blue, blue. Because you, you know, the second she got that text, she googled yeah. Buick Lesabre. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I've got a burgundy one. It's Give not it a blue. month. Taking the bus right. in the snow, right. in the bullshit, <sighs> and that little warm, cozy Lesabre. Yeah. Will look yeah. great. Lesabre. On With the plus side, though, yeah. I'm driving the. B9, and B9. that thing is sweet. Oh yeah, that's that's posh. I love heated seats. I love heated leather yeah. seats. I don't care. I could it could be on a, a <laughs> you know a sled. It says the man who rode to the podcast in shorts in, shorts, in, shorts. in twenty eight degrees yeah. on a ruckus fifty cc. And who just delivered me here has a brand new Subaru, and mm-hmm. that had some stick shifts. And we had the conversation about how she's like, I love the stick shift. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of need a stick shift vehicle. Yeah. They need to do more. And then she was like, they need to do more to market stick shift to younger kids. Yeah, they do. And we were talking about that. Yep. Well, they upgraded the Subarus to six speeds now. <laughs> so uh, I have, I have one like a five six, speed. To me, that's just like a six speed on a bike. It's, right. it's six speeds, and it's not what you want it to be. It's, the six gear is not an overdrive. It's right. just another. Well, it needs to be a double overdrive, right. I think. I, I think you need an overdrive. You need yeah. four gears. I'm pretty to sure do. my wife's element. It needs to be a five speed with an extra gear on top. Yeah, but it's got to be super steep. Drives. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think don't make 75 miles like an hour, that thing's like 2,000 RPM. Mm. Right. Like, you can barely hear it ticking over at mm-hmm. 75 miles an hour. Yeah. Am I coasting? The only yeah. thing that has a good six gear is an 1150. A BMW oh, 1150. Okay. That gear is uh, so long. Yeah. Yeah, that is a touring gear. Yeah. yeah. And then, the, actually, the Victories are pretty nice. The six speeds on the Victories. Yeah. Do you have a six speed on yours? You have a five speed? Yeah. yeah, the six gear on that, you put it in six. If you're not doing 65, forget it. Yeah, it'll love it. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, uh, that's something. The uh, we're, we're to, One of the things we wanted to talk about was heated gear. Talking about heated seats, heated seats, fucking heated gear. Uh, yeah, I the first day that I rode last week, just before I went out of town, it was... Like forty-two degrees. What were you riding? Uh, that particular chip, I was on the PC eight hundred. 
Which is a good bike for that. Great bike, excellent weather protection, no goddamn heated grips. I think we just talked about those. Yep, we did. And yeah, I put heated grips on mine. Yeah, I'm going to have to put heated grips on for $75. That's truly a sign of enlightenment. The uh, It makes but, a big difference. That's the, really, if your hands are warm, uh, and that thing <clears> protects everything else, so the only thing that really gets cold on that are your hands. My hands, yeah. uh, it, it turns out my hands and my legs. If my legs get cold, I'm pissy and fucking If you spread your legs like four two inches. inches. Okay. Yeah. Uh, PC-800 has leg warmers. Yeah. You just open your legs up two, three inches, you get warm legs. That's all there is to it. The uh, But there are, it's clouds of vaping in here. The uh, Kazam. It turns out Target now has Wranglers that have uh, flannel lining for like twenty nine bucks. Nice with cargo pockets. Really? So, yeah. So Target has got Wranglers, fl- uh, flannel lined, and Costco's okay, so got fleece lined something for Kirkland? twenty bucks. So this I probably, <laughs> probably Kirkland. Yeah, probably Kirkland. Yeah. So I'm a fan of Duluth trading. Yeah, company. I am too. Yeah. And I only buy the ugly colors that are on sale. Close out, man. Close out. <laughs> so yeah. This. Please, You're wearing a Duluth jacket and a Duluth pants. Right. Yeah. This is a Duluth shirt. Yeah, long tail. I'll okay, tell you, the, this Duluth jacket is the warmest <laughs> jacket yeah. I've ever bought. Duluth it's Trading Company. Of, Ding. It's fleece, yeah. a layer of uh, like Gore-Tex or right. something, and another layer of fleece. Yeah. And you could write, this is warmer than the Michelin Man jackets. <laughs> I, I love this jacket. This thing is perfect. It's wow. like me and John were hugging you while you were riding. Bonus. I was uh, recently sitting on John's lap. I was recently in San, oh, Di- San Diego, and everybody out there was wearing puffy jackets. You know the puffy jackets. We all know the puffy mm-hmm. puffy jackets. Fleece ones. You no, know the puffy jackets. You know the puffy. They're like uh, what do they got? I'm a fan of the puffy. You jacket. like you have a puffy jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been down. repaired several down. times. These I don't think are down. These are probably not down or first down or second down, but they're not real down. They're but they're down. just the striped. Fourth down. They're probably and, filled with recycled uh, two-liter bottles. Probably recycled two-liter bottles. But uh, I, it's asked guys, I was. I realized we all got off the bikes in Tijuana, and I was like, I'm the only one not wearing a puffy goddamn jacket. I was wearing a proper armored motorcycle jacket. And these, all these San Diego people were like, oh, no, we all got the puffy, puffy jackets. Puffy jackets are great. Well, what's so great about them? Oh, well, you know, it gets cold at night in San Diego, and these things, you roll them up real small, and they, they fit like that big. And I said, you've ever crashed wearing one? <laughs> it's got to look spectacular. Poof, <laughs> sparks. <laughs> Feathers. <laughs> like like a bird with your like lawnmowers. It's like a Kenworth hitting a fucking chicken. <laughs> and then rayon fused to your road And then the rash. rayon fuses to your skin. And, I, and Renee was even, Renee was, you know, because Renee dresses for the crash. You know, she's had a bad crash. Mm. You know, she's got the, you know, she's got the was seven. Was Renee on a bike? Yeah, well, she's on the back with me. Okay. I know. And we were the ride. You know, every time we come back, I always tell you people that there are there are people in this world that know how to ride, and then there's the group that I ride with from San Diego. The second they hit the traffic going into Mexico, and lane splitting is something that I think the law says it's like when you're 20 miles an hour under the speed limit, you're authorized to lane split at like five or 10 miles an hour faster than the. The slow traffic. Prevailing traffic. traffic. Thank you. There's some language, I'm sure, to that effect. I'm pretty sure the law doesn't say when the traffic is moving at 65 (laughs) that you're lane splitting at 85 (laughs) on scooters, you know, because that's exactly what we were doing. The the second the traffic was... (laughs) the The second the traffic was any more than a car every 500 feet, 
you know, once you would use the term traffic to describe what was happening, as opposed to just no cars. The second there were two cars side by side, these guys were just like, we can lane split. And they were lane split. Nobody in front of you had their brake lights. Not a fucking hint of a brake light. <laughs> and we're blasting through the middle. And then uh, going into Mexico is a zigzag. It's, it's a real labyrinth. You know, they want to slow you down so you don't blow the place up or whatever, right? And you got to go through several sensors and stuff like that. But when you actually get to the booth that says you're officially going to Mexico, there's basically a customs agent there looking at you, and he vaguely looks in your direction and gives you the symbol for... Don't you dare slow down, haul ass. Going into Mexico, there is no restriction whatsoever. There's no testing. There's no checking. They're not looking at your passport. Can you lane split going into Mexico? We not only can you lane split. <laughs> Holy shit! I think we were actually lane splitting in the little island area, like where the toll booths are, <laughs> that are extra narrow. I'm pretty sure we lane splitted through that motherfucker. See, the smaller yeah. bikes lane split between the bigger bikes. Lane splitting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, going because they can. Yeah, because well, they can. Going in, I had my mirror hit uh, SUV's mirror, and then at one point, my left bar end mm-hmm. clipped a mirror. Ooh, and that'd be kind of scary. Got them both, you know, no problem. Now Renee's on the back, and she's recently had some vertigo issues and stuff like that. <laughs> no, she's no can't. longer riding motorcycles like she used to. Um, she should be strapped in. Uh, she was, thank God that thing had a top, cat, top case on it, because it had a top case, so she couldn't eject. Like, right. she couldn't bail out in case of a crash or an imminent crash, where, like, you know, Phil looks like he's going to crash. And uh, Bailey's in front of me, he's two up, I'm two up, and we were making fucking time, and then we made it into Tijuana, so you, and you know you're in Tijuana because the smell. There's an actual odor change. And I'm pretty sure they have an open sewer right when you cross the border. I'm sure they do. And it's right there. But we went in to see a Cholos game, uh, in case anybody was wondering. The professional soccer team for Tijuana has a nickname of the Cholos, which is pretty funny. That's like playing the San Diego white guy. Uh, turns out Cholos a type of dog, and it's like a Cholo. Well, I can't pronounce it, but anyway, it's a type of animal. So they shorten it to Cholo, so all the, the iconography and everything is the, the, the Tijuana Cholos. Put it on the shirt. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And the back of trucks just say Cholo yeah. and stuff on them. It's pretty neat. And uh, So, yeah, so we got to, uh, got to go down and tailgate for the soccer game. That was a lot of fun. But as soon as Renee got off the bike, she immediately went over the hill and yacked. Mm. The, uh, but it, I, she, you know what? She earned it. The, <laughs> everything we drove, the way that we didn't, apparently we didn't really start driving recklessly until we hit Mexico. And I swear to God, when we hit Mexico, Steve turned it up a notch or two. Woof. And we were, I was teetering on. So you've now entered the place, yeah. the world, uh, the country where you never want to go to jail. Right. And you yeah. decide, now is the time. <laughs> to wick it up. To, wick <laughs> to break up. a lot of laws. And they wicked the fuck up. And well, here's uh, what I will say. You would have needed a helicopter. To catch us. Okay. Because the traffic for the Cholos game, the traffic for the, the soccer match, was had the whole shit city shut down to a snarl. Yet we're on bikes, so we were amazing. The way we were cutting through traffic was epic. And uh, we could have got lost twice. I wouldn't have fucking known. Because I was only focusing on the back of Steve's bike and keeping six inches between his back tire and my front tire. You're not losing that motherfucker. No, fuck You're that guy. Gone. No, I am not going to let anybody... And I had him solid, like he was in my gun sight the entire time, 
And then at one point, two sport, two big trucks in front of us got too close together, and he was like, "Ha! Huh, I'm going to turn a 90 degree left, like Tron." <laughs> well, because he's on a Vespa with 12 inch tires, and I'm on a bike with you know big 17 inch tires, 16 inch tires, I couldn't make the same move he made. So when he literally made an, a left 90 between the bumpers of this vehicle, I had to rear brake. Lock the rear brake, skid, lock the front brake, and slide the ass over to make the same diagonal that he made, mm. which meant I had to put my foot on a bumper of the car. So I had to bumper foot it, and then I got the back of the bike around. But fuck me, man. That's the closest I've ever been in any traffic in my entire life, 48 years. And I've never been in that position where two objects cannot not occupy the same space at the same time. The Vespa made it. My bike didn't make it. So it was... Uh, it was I get a little little rubbing. They say if you're not rubbing, you're not racing. But <laughs> it was pretty good. And then we got to Tijuana and we did an epic tour after the game. We had, after uh, tailgating, we did an epic tour of the the beautiful neighborhoods of Tijuana. Bet you didn't know that was a thing. We were up on the the hillside looking down into the valleys. Holy shit! There's some beautiful shacks up there. God damn! No matter what city you're in, you get elevation. You got money. Somebody's got money. Oh, yeah, they got money. They got money. They're up on those hilltops, peering down on the little people. Oh, man. There's some serious bucks. Well, you know, you need a sniper nest. That is like that. (laughs) Every spot up there had a three-mile vista. Like everybody, every house, you could take out anybody you wanted. You know what? You could shoot into San Diego from up there. Oh, mm. better build a taller wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had a good time at shooting scoot. You guys did shooting scoot. Yeah, sorry you missed it, bro. Dude, I was in San Diego, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. Yeah. I was in a pool with tropical birds and shit. Yeah, no hate. Yeah, you, you did right. <laughs> <laughs> there was no coming over for that. Yeah, right? I was in a tropical pool with poop floating around. Oh. <laughs> tropical? <laughs> Yes, if by tropical you mean tropical, tropical, Oh my! By the way, how are people enjoying the Great Lakes Christmas Ale? Great Lakes Christmas Ale, it's good this year. It is good this year. It is good this year. Christmas 2017 was pretty fun. Yeah, had a good time. Kids seemed to have a good time. Yeah, Piper was out there. Got my daughter. I got her to shoot for the first time. I saw that. She did very well. I was very proud of her. Yeah, the proudest moment in a dad's heart. Yeah, when the little girl takes the first takes her. Shot. Out that first round, you yeah. know, gets her first confirmed kill. Yep, <laughs> it was fun. She enjoyed it. Luke, we, Johnny, and I had to get the uh, his his ATC one ten running. Oh, it was about three hour debacle. Of <laughs> no spark and this and that. And then fuck it, it's not no sparking. Spark. But it started. Ride it, ride it, quick. quick You're quick. fucking kidding me, really? Yeah, it was not sparking, but then a ghost started for no reason. As soon as it starts, just write the shit out of Diesel it. Diesel the fuck out of it, yeah. <laughs> Game on. I mean, literally, you could pull it over. You get like one, like, if you have this, you know, pull the plug out, yeah, put it up the against trick. the motor, you yeah. pull it, and you get like one spark. One pissy spark. And then nothing. You couldn't really, yeah. you'd be pulling it, and you'd right. get like maybe one spark every right. once in a while. Yeah. But put it in and fucking pull the fuck out of it and put it on full choke and full throttle, and then every once in a while, just keep it running, keep it running. Go fucking ride it. Go ride the shit out of it. Yeah. So, does Luke still have both of his legs? Oh, yeah. He's, Good. Then he's, oh, he's got an excellent video of him almost three-wheel wiping it out. Ooh. Everyone who's ever ridden a trike, everyone who's ever ridden an ATC knows that feeling. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, now. Yeah. But it, it was definitely not the same without you. Well, hey, that's it. 
You didn't have anyone yelling at the kids. We did have a visit by the Bainbridge police. I saw there were at least two police cars. <laughs> they came in two. And, but the guy jumped out of the car and immediately was like, Hey, Bruce, yeah, just had to come out. Ah! You, know, you know, we get calls. <laughs> yeah, I saw there were multiple police cars. I was like, ooh, I wonder what was... Yeah, but no. It, it was, was the, probably less explosive than... Uh, and, and the people whose house that we shoot at... <laughs> this year they started shooting back. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Really? That's how you play the, the game. House back down, back beat, through all the way through the woods, a yeah. thousand yards through woods, which yeah. you never hit them with a bullet. No, 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 no. They returned fire when we took a break. All of a sudden, it was like, Get the fuck out of here! Really? It did put in a little bit of perspective to know, like, okay, you know, all these years, you know, we've been shooting at them. We've been shooting and shooting and everything. Now somebody else is shooting, and it kind of makes you like, I'm going to stand behind the garage. <laughs> you know, maybe this picnic table or this little card table in front of us. I get yeah, that big tree is right in line with where I think they're shooting. You know, like it makes you wonder though, if the area, if that 500 meters out from Bruce's place, that's 500 meters away from that dude's place, right. if there's just crossing fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. I mean. Yeah. It, Come on up. Let's all shoot at the same thing. Right. <laughs> Certainly, let's, let's not just, shoot at each other. It's better to be in the tent pissing out. Somewhere, <laughs> yeah, really. Somewhere back there, there's a squirrel whose tree is being hit from both sides. Both sides. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a little helmet on. So he's, <laughs> he's going round and around right. the tree. He's like, I, I figured it out last year. I need to hide on this side of the tree. But now this year, I'm Helmet and a set of field glasses. <laughs> like, They're all around us, sir. They're all around us. They're coming from the south. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Ground was voice. there anything? Did you guys have any big caliber stuff, or was it all? I think the biggest thing that came was like uh, the neighbor brought the uh, M1 Grand. Yeah. Oh well, that is not fucking around. Uh, and there's a st- <clears throat> as there's a sandstone over there. It's just demolished. Oh, I mean, because little did he know, he, he's looking at him. He looked him up. They were armor piercing rounds. <gasps> yeah. No fucking so way. So that would be what, a thirty yeah. out six armor yeah. piercing round. Thirty out six armor piercing. That will go through just about anything. It, and it uh, did. This goes through schools. It, yeah. uh, <laughs> what is that piece of sandstone? Sixteen by sixteen. Yeah. Oh really? A huge yeah. block of sandstone is now oh, rubble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> armor piercing thirty out six. Well, there's something you yeah. don't see every day. Yeah, and it takes a little bit out of your shoulder. The Grand's, Grand's got a little bit of a bark to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's where I was. My, did you, were you back there when I was shooting on 9432? The lever action? You brought a lever yeah. action? Yeah. Oh, oh that's cool. That had a pretty good. I mean, it, it didn't have any kind of... Was pop, it a 3030? No, it's 32 Special. Oh, 32 Special. Winchester oh, 32 Winchester. Wow! But it it had a very nice, very nice report, very yeah. nice sound. Just yeah, good crack. I have yeah. a Winchester yeah. Model eighty eight chambered in two forty three. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's yeah. a very spectacular take the fireball that comes yeah, out the end of that. That'll take the deer. Yeah, that's what you need to go chasing Bambi through the woods. Dad used to shoot deer at five hundred yards, no problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they call that a bark buster. I didn't put yeah. I didn't put too much through that one because it just it was. Annihilating everything there, and I'm like, I, I can't shoot anything. With I, there's it. nothing I can shoot with it, I, right? And it's not, a, shoot, it's not cheap to shoot. What it did either. you shoot the spin, the the pendulum spinning target that it just basically almost took off in the air? You <laughs> <laughs> put a hole through did it. You see it? It's not a hole, but it's like was that mine? My target? No, no we had one. John, I, I abandoned one out there. Yeah, yeah. we, we yeah. bought a bigger, like one that has bigger things yeah. and everything. Yeah. It's supposed it to be good for when you shoot it. If you shoot it, it'll it's a resetter. It'll keep going. Oh really? Yeah, it's oh, a tough, that sounds spin. It's, it's yeah. heavy. It's supposed to be. What did the box say? Forty-five. Up to four, I 44? think it'll shoot up to a forty-four magnum. 
Yeah. And he's First, pissed around, but, but now you have his plate. Some wise ass. I, I put a 5.56. Five, five, they had to put a 5.56 five, five, through it. <laughs> so it has one hole in it now. It's not quite a hole, but it's a pretty... It's a hell of a dent, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's, 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 yeah. it's a thicker dent. It, it sticks out further than the thickness of the plate. I mean, yeah. it made a... It made a yeah. Never underestimate that little tiny bullet. That 223's got some serious and, uh, oof behind it. You know Especially what? Those I don't ranges. even think it was. I think it was actually a 223. A 223. I don't yeah. think it was even. Technically an 80556. I don't think it Well, I had both. I had some 556 right. yeah. hot stuff. Right. And, that, and yes, Oh, and you know what? Sporting. Yeah. Was that out of the reloads? Because if it was out of the reloads, those are hot. Those are real. Well, those are apparently <laughs> it was hot enough to <laughs> damn near work its way through a half inch of steel. So. All I know is right. any of the ammunition that my dad built yeah. is fucking super hot. And, and then, like, my yeah, 30, the 30 out 6 reloads that I have, it was like, kaboom! And you get a fucking three foot fireball coming out of the end of the gun. We're all shooting this thing. And I shoot for like longevity, plink, man. Give me the specials every day. Let me give you a nice weak round that I can shoot all day like, long. So that's I don't shoot plink, any of plink, plink, you know, yeah, slipping. Yeah. And I hit that. Actually, I hit it with a 32 even. And a 32 yeah. knocked it down. A 32 made it go. Poof. Yeah. I, I, if we're going to go out shooting, I'm, I would just rather just shoot all goddamn day. And, I only brought uh, my two twenty two. I brought a twenty two rifle yeah. and a twenty two pistol. Yeah. Game on. Yeah. And we shot probably 600 rounds. Distinguished right. gentleman. Yeah. That's true. And I brought some CCI rounds. Yeah. The quiets. That, well, those were whispers? called CBs. CBs. C- yeah, yeah, okay. 22 CBs. They were? Yeah. They were so, I mean. They won't cycle my automatics, but. Oh, no, they weren't. They're single shot to, only. Yeah. But yeah. they were so quiet. I mean, I've. I, oh, yeah. You could shoot, shoot in a rat, rat in the basement with one of those and it would not wake your life up. I've, I've shot louder pellet guns. Yeah. I have. <laughs> I, I, we used to shoot them in our basement at phone books. We used to wet phone books yeah. and shoot those at the end, of, like the end of the basement. Yeah, keep ourselves entertained in the winter. Yeah. I was watching that uh, Tao Flatermouse gun yeah. Uh, yeah. channel on YouTube, yeah. and they were shooting this uh, pneumatic shotgun. Right. Holy yeah. crap! That thing was impressive. Never underestimate the power of air. Yeah. Oh, they just hook yeah. it up to an air tank. Yeah, city. Hook it up to a, yeah. yeah. Fill up the tank. tank. Yeah. yeah. You know, put in a slug and yeah. and it was loud. Well, yeah. <laughs> as loud as a loud as a regular pretty chemically, much chemically fired round. Yeah, the, I've always uh, wanted to build a two-stroke machine gun. Yeah, so a machine gun. So you, so you could asphyxiate yourself well. <laughs> that it runs like a two-stroke. Right. It has a hopper yep. that just has round balls. Yeah. That somehow fall in, and every time the piston comes up <laughs> and the spark fires, it shoots right. a round ball, right. and it just be ding 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 ding. Maybe have an idling. Wing ding 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 ding. It's idling at seven hundred rounds per minute. Did you see the thing they built on MythBusters to fling the ball bearing? Yeah, the ball bearing slinger. If you can imagine a, I knew her in high school. If you can imagine a fertilizer spreader, the hopper. It's the same principle, like behind but with ball bearings yeah. at like nine hundred miles, miles an hour. <laughs> well, well, if you go to like a uh, like a batting range, it's all fun and games. They have a thing that's just two rubber wheels, right. and the ball drops in there. And, yeah. Well, you could do something like that, but sure. I I really want to have the compression, you want to have the internal combustion, internal combustion, yeah. the compression of a, like a two stroke and mm. popping that that little brown. Beat that out. works at the batting range because the baseball is pliable. 
So it's actually when it goes through those rubber wheels, it's right. squeezing it. Sure. It's kind of like if you take something and squeeze it and pow. I yeah. mean, you figure like a, a two-stroke could easily run at 8,000 RPM. Yes. So that would be 8,000 rounds per minute. Well, no, it'd be twice as many because the two-stroke, you'd want to have reciprocating mass. So you'd have to have two barrels. Okay. So you'd need to have... Like firing at top dead center for two barrels. I love it. Because you'd have to have reciprocating <laughs> mass. John's okay, like, I like so it better now. It works more efficiently if you've got equal mass. If you're firing two, so you fire mm. two cylinders, a.k.a. chambers or barrels at the same time. Mm. You know, so you'd be left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. 8,000 RPM, 16,000 rounds You like the minute. Red Baron. What's the propeller do? Nothing. It would just—it makes it look cooler. It would just be a hell storm of mechanical interference for the propeller. My ass. Like puff. The two-stroke minigun. And even if you couldn't achieve ultra-high velocities, like 1,200, 2,000, 2,500 feet, even if they were coming out like 500 feet per second. With the right size lead ball right. coming out of 500 feet per second, making up times 500 grains. 14,000 of them coming out a minute would fuck shit up. The, the, the BB, uh, the, the airsoft gun, yeah, the airsoft gun that you make using a can of Freon and a two-liter bottle. It's remarkable how fast that gets empty. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a ocean of orange pellets coming out of you. It's fun stuff. Were we talking about staying warm in the winter? Or, or, or yeah, motorcycles? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can oh, okay. split a lot of wood. I've got a lot of wood from my fireplace. Oh, we get, well, that's a totally separate conversation when the podcast's not going. I'm dead serious <laughs> about putting a wood burner in our service department. I'll I don't give think you my this... biggest tip for staying warm mm. wear loose outer clothing. Well, Eskimo mm. girlfriend? No, I, everybody, everybody thinks that everything should be tight. No, no, no. Right? Loose, is the, loose is the game. Yeah. Trap air. Air gap. Yeah, air gap. That's the game. The, uh, but. Here's I, I did want to talk about with the motorcycle riding thing. You can get they've got um, gloves that plug into USB now, okay. and they're cheap. Hmm. And as much as I love my heated grips or the concept of heated grips, if you're riding a bunch of different motorcycles, that doesn't do you a fuckload of good when you got the heated grips on bike number A, but you're riding bike number C. Uh, so I found them, and years ago I bought a pair of the Kmart Double D. Or D battery, yeah. two D batteries or D battery, and then and that's old technology from when we were kids. But they were still selling them at Kmart a couple of years ago. I bought a pair of them. They suck, big floppy bullshit mitt like gloves. The they had to have like the D bags on them to hold the battery. Yes, exactly. You know? Yes, exactly. Literally D bags. They're D bags. Double D bags <laughs> for what it's worth, and they last for like an hour and a half. Well, I found these ones on the uh, Amazonian supply company, and uh, they've got them for thirty nine bucks. And they have a five-hour runtime. Nice. And they plug in. They're lithium battery equipped, and they plug in. And there's a whole system. You can do vest, vest, gloves, uh, boot warmers. But they're not what expensive. Like, what, like seventeen watts or something? Something. They're not a lot, but you can get. Uh, it's a twenty or thirty degree heat differential for five hours. Well, that would be good. Mm. Fuck yeah, did. that'd be very good. So that's you figure that a USB port is three point one amps or three point one at five volts. So yep. what do you? You're not putting out that much, but yep. I guess if your your outer layer is insulated, then you're yep. going to keep the heat inside. Keep the heat so. inside. Build the idea. And they were available as gloves, complete gloves, or they were available as really thin glove liners that you put inside the gloves you you already own. And uh, looked really good to me. And that's the kind of thing that that's affordable enough if you own multiple motorcycles, as long as you remember to plug them in. Uh, lithium-ion battery technology is really getting good. 
to the point where the stuff is so much lighter. Those dumb Kmart gloves I had with the D batteries in them, pretty fucking heavy, man. I mean, that adds a lot. Got the job done for a little bit. Well, it did for a little while, and but it was just... You know, your runtime is only an hour and a half or so until they just go so dead. So you're going to put that info on the show notes? Yeah, we're out. we'll see what happens. Maybe. So right. if you had a USB right. port installed right. on your bike, yeah, get a USB port installed you on your bike. you just plug the gloves yes, in and then you got it unlimited runtime? It appeared run to me that you could have an unlimited runtime if you had the USB port on your bike. And those are cheap. Of course wait, can, yeah. can you run your USB port back to your your battery tender leaf coming out? Yes. Yeah. Bobby and if Bay. you don't have that, check with your local motorcycle shop. I know we sell them for like 16 bucks. Yeah. So they just plug right into your SAE port. SAE port is the standard two-prong plug that Battery Tender and Optimate and all of them use, and that's what hooks up to your battery. You plug the little USB port adapter. They've even got some sexy ones you can see now that um, it's a USB <laughs> port, but it also it's has... a little dancing girl? No, but it has your fucking voltmeter built into it. So in addition to being a USB port, and this, in fact, the ones we have here in the shop are double USB port with the battery meter. Just so a set of glowing tits. It says, uh, <laughs> so when you walk up to your bike, you can be like, yeah, 12.7 volts, battery's good. You know? And uh, the nice. draw on them, it's just a little LED or, uh, LCD display, so the draw is super minimal. I've been trying one on the PC800, and I got it in the garage, and every time it drops below 12, I hook it up to the battery tender, the Optimate. I, I just put a voltage meter on mine, mm-hmm. and I had it hooked into... Some auxiliary, you know, yeah. ignition, but it wasn't reading accurately, so I tied it into the battery. That's what the I did, battery, directly in the battery. And I bought a relay, uh-huh. and I just put a relay in, yeah. and I tied that into the other line, so but, when right. I turned it on, then it... So then it goes key hot on yeah. that. Yeah. So. I figured out, uh, I watched it, and it takes it three weeks for it to go from 12.7 volts to 12.4 volts. With this thing constantly glowing... Voltage, so I figure if it takes it that long to drop 0.3 volt, I can live with it. Right, I can live with it constantly on. Isn't 12.54 like maximum charge? Pretty much. So yeah, so I wasn't worried about it. When drop below 12, I plug it in, charge it up. It's fine. The uh, but I was really interested in that. So US, you know, USB plugged, uh, lithium ion powered gloves and uh, gloves, vest and booties or uh, insoles for your boots. Nice. Pretty cool. Yeah, pretty neat thing and. The whole set together, if you ordered all of it, I think was 129 bucks. The glove part of it was, I think, 59 or 49 for that. So that's something. so you're saying you, you can get liners and then yeah, liners. Your... Yeah, wear gloves you already own. Yeah, get liners. They're real thin, and uh, they plug in. And they've got you can buy it as the vest, and then the vest has leads coming out of the vest with a power controller built into the vest. If you don't buy the vest... Long-sleeve vest? Yeah, long-sleeve vest. Long-sleeve. Full-ass ch- You know, they're, they're full-ass chaps. Yeah, full-ass chaps. Long-sleeved vest. Long-sleeve vest and full-ass chaps. What the fuck? <laughs> That's a... Uh, yeah. That, uh... But, Chris... <laughs> I was thinking about... So, the closeout catalog came for Parts Unlimited, which I'm is always like... i drink some more of your beer. Which is always like being a kid in the candy store when that catalog shows up. <laughs> and uh, I saw that one of the companies, maybe Z1R or somebody, had their snowmobile helmets. And they had snowmobile helmets for 49 or 59 bucks on closeout. Cheaper than dirt. Yeah, that is cheaper than dirt. And Are, are they made out of dirt? Well, I don't know. They're made out of snowmobile helmets, I guess. But they're... Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> one of them... afford any insulation? Or yeah, well... They're, I mean, they're decommissioned motorcycle helmets. I would assume. But the, the visor appears to be different, and there appears to be like a really, a really strong... Uh, uh, fog box, you know, for around your nose. There was one that was electric, and unfortunately, they sold out of them. 
but I was intrigued to find out. I guess it had a heating element in the visor to huh. keep the visor from fogging, and I was I wanted to find out the helmet de- defog. Right, man, yeah. I could use that. No, it's got oh. wires like like yeah, your wire back mesh. window. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it looks like the back window yeah. of my Nissan. But I almost I tried to buy the son of a bitch, but like I said, the ones without the heated visors were fifty nine dollars on closeout. They were like a two hundred and fifty dollar helmet. And the ones with the heat advisors were $69 on closeout. And apparently everyone else thought that was a good idea, too. Because by the time I got there, that fucking ship had sailed. So I did not get an electric heat advisor helmet. Because I thought, maybe this is the year. I have, you know, I have a helmet that I use as a winter helmet. It's got a little bit more room in the jaw area. And I bought a breath deflector from one of our suppliers, HJC or somebody, for like 12 bucks. And I gotta find that fucker, because I just... I just steam the shit my, out of it. I stove yeah. up everything. <laughs> well, you I even the, with the with the breath deflector, yeah. I could still steam mine out. Yeah, no fog. Get the no fog wipes. They work pretty good. Basically, it makes it look like a rainforest inside your helmet if you're if it's a real cold day. Have you ever and tried then, that fog X? I've tried them all. Yeah, I, I tried that in my car and yeah. it, it kind of worked. Yeah, I tried them all. They're you know. What about fart X? Uh, I, I would love goggles. to fart on my X. Uh, just, just spit in your goggles, you'd be fine. But they're. Uh, but that's like the the fog deflector things. I got a Velcro one that just pops into your helmet. Works good. Yeah, it works pretty decent. Yeah. I always w- ride with my face mask open. Yeah, you open Same it up here. a half an inch. Yeah. I can't is, stand. Uh, I feel like yeah. claustrophobic right. or something. Yeah. So. yeah. I have a three quarters. So. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like I still run full face, you know, full face helmet in the winter time. My friend years ago, a buddy of mine had this neoprene thing that went around the bottom of your helmet and it had a reflective like a 3M reflective deal and then the neoprene was basically a gasket Mm -hmm. so when you pull your full face helmet on it created an air gasket around your neck and so it was like a pretty tight fit so if you were wearing a a neck gaiter or a turtleneck or something it would go right to your fucking thing and you'd be amazed at how warm your helmet is when all the cold air from around the motorcycle is going up under it Hmm. And he swore by these things. I have not been able to find one for love or money. And well, I'll, I'll tell you, those neck gaiters that, that you yeah. sell, yeah. that makes all the difference in the uh, world for me. I yeah. mean, that that I changes it from being yeah. Miserable. too cold to, hey, I'm fine. So today we we're going over to the east side, going over to the warehouse, and I saw a guy on a Harley Davidson, no helmet, Oof. no hat, oh, just wow. wearing one of those little skull bandana things. <clears throat> that was all he had. And he was riding to live and living to ride, and you know, no helmet, shorts. Mm. They can't make me ride. They can't make me wear a helmet. And he just was, like Steve's, like they was, can't make me wear pants. Every, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was every bit of 70, 75 miles an hour in twenty nine degree weather. Wow, fuck! And where he was on the freeway, he was ten miles from nowhere because he was dead man's curve heading east. So he wasn't, you know, he wasn't close to his destination. <laughs> <laughs> he was East Fifty Fifth. That would have been his. That would have been his first option, and that was too far. Yeah, twenty eight, twenty nine mile, twenty eight, twenty nine degrees, and fifty, sixty. Well, sorry, seventy miles per hour. I don't have my little, you know, wind speed, wind chill index, but that's got to be negative twenty. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, I know it's right around thirty seven. Thirty seven is the lowest I'll ride like back and forth to work. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, without with shorts on. With shorts. <laughs> and then below thirty-seven, I can't do it without shorts. I have to put I have to put overpants. You have to put overpants. <laughs> no, I do because at thirty-seven it's cold. I put overpants. It doesn't on at 50. it doesn't freeze you. Oh my god, man! But at thirty-six, it's that that at one degree makes a big big difference. Fuck that! How I, do you know this, Steve? Because I do it every. I wear flannel lined <laughs> pants down to fifty, and below fifty, I put on. <clears throat> True overpants mm-hmm. on top of flannel pants. I put on winter riding Wait, pants. Phil, you're not Lebanese. Clearly, <laughs> yeah, I don't it's have so the, cold in Lebanon. I don't have it's the, like thick, the, the thick blood <laughs> of the Lebanese. Yeah, My yeah. next motorcycle project. Sure, all the yeah, is going all the icicles hang off the cedar the trees. Out of pull all the batteries out of all your bikes. Yeah. Bring them into the house so they mm-hmm. can be tended to. You got to tell them they're so expensive. Batteries are so expensive. I just bought a truck battery. They got expensive. Batteries are insane now. I don't plan on starting my bikes. I don't plan on doing anything. Oh, you're going to truly lock them down over the winter. I might crack the. I'm going to turn the fuel pickaxe off. Yeah. And drain the float poles. I might run them, but I'll probably just actually dribble the fucking gas on the ground. Oh, really? I don't know. The PC800, I really can't drain it. There's such a bitch to get to the carbs. Yeah, you're not going to do that. So the PC800, I think I'm just going to keep it on the tender. The fuel pump's right behind that one panel, right, mm-hmm. right by the wheel. I yep. guess you could probably. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm, no, no <laughs> way, man. I mean, that's when I ride in the winter. So I'm putting I mean, Star. I, I yeah, put that's my winter it, bike. So. so I put Startron in the gas. I put a couple of gallons of fresh gas in it. I put Startron in it. The battery's healthy. It's on a tender. So I'll fire it up a few times. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we get a couple of nice days here and there. I was actually thinking of going to like 520. Yeah. Oil, because this. Uh, the super skinny oil? Yeah. Well, I figure I'm, I'm just working my way there because that bike's probably been two years since it had an oil change. Yeah. So the oil's probably nice and thin. How much, <laughs> how much do you think the ambient temperature uh-huh. affects your engine temperature when it's super cold out? Not that much. Right. Not once it's running. Once it's running, after right. 15 minutes of right. runtime. After 15 minutes of runtime, it's it should be relatively negligible. Negligible, yeah. I'm c- concerned about startup. Like, startup is going to be the bitch of it especially all. Especially these smaller bikes <laughs> don't generate. Like, to, no. Okay, so you have this no. ruckus. It's water-cooled, first it's of water-cooled. all. Well, this yeah. is what I talked about and, and what we've talked about before. <clears throat> is just get a little space heater right. on your bike. Yeah. And that's the... the and okay, say so you want to ride it to work, so you put it on one of those little timer things. Yeah. So when the timer clicks, space heater kicks on. Shines right on your bike, absolutely warms it up, and yeah. you fire it up, and you're good to go. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. Put a hot plate under your bike, whatever, light bulb, or the I lighter under the float pole. The lighter in the float pole mm-hmm. works. Don't mm-hmm. ever doubt that. Trick. I'm not doubting that, that at all. That son of a bitch has saved me a few times. <laughs> Old carbureted, nasty bike that XS 650 I rode for a couple of years. Yeah, and I rode it Cook like up those float poles, fucking all fun. winter, and that. Once you told me that trick, I'd go out and I'd start. I try to start the bike, and if it didn't catch on the first crank, and I knew my next resort was kicking it, and there's just no way that an XS 650 with a marginal battery in 25, 35 degree kick. weather is going to start on the electrics. Yeah. You know, not when old like 73 like I had. Because yeah, a, a voltage probably goes from 12 volts oh, down God. to like two volts in one <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. ignition in the cold. And yeah. I did that. I held my lighter under the float bowls and just gave it like 25, 30 seconds under each float bowl. And turned the key on, gave it a soft kick, got to full top of the stroke, gave it a hard kick, and she lit right up perfectly. Just warming a bike up, warming the carburetors. Warming carburetors up. Now, is it me or if you let your Honda. You're just making it warmer. If you let your Honda sit for a week, 
you got to crank it for a while to get yeah, some yeah. gas back in the yeah. bowls. I mean, why is that? I don't know. I don't even... it's, yeah, it's true. They don't like it. They definitely don't like it. I usually will, in a cold start for the situation, I will usually go out to the bike, turn the key on, leave the key on for about 10, 15 seconds, let the electrons get flowing, you know, let wake the battery up a little bit, and then shake the bike left to right a little, stab the starter, you know, on bikes that have vacuum fuel tap. Yeah. Stab the starter for like, uh, gah, 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 and then stop. Then put my helmet on, then put my gloves on. That gives gravity a chance to get some gas down into the son of a bitch. Yeah. And then when I have got that shit on, then I stab it again, and it usually catches. I'm going to try that. Yeah. I, that's my, if I ride it every day, it starts yeah. instantly. Oh, uh, I took the Yamaha yeah. the other day with dual fuel taps. And it was extraordinarily unhappy. Like, <laughs> that, that thing was like it was. It ran on two carburetors for about twenty five minutes. <laughs> and eventually, the other yeah. set of carbs came on. I was like, "Well, that doesn't bode well." So, took it around, put some Startron in it, let it idle in my backyard for a while. I had like eight motorcycles running in my backyard the other day when I cleaned the garage before I went on my trip. And I had all the bikes lined up in the back. I had, you know old license plates under the side stand so they wouldn't sink in the grass. I'd fired everything up, had the idles all set to about 2,000, you know, so everything was happy. Let them spin a little bit. Let them spin a little bit, exactly. So I let them all spin, because, you know, idling's not good for anything. And 2,000, they're getting a good charge. So my neighbor came out. She she looks over the fence. She goes, oh, this is so awesome. You got everything in your backyard. and It's so cool. You got all these bikes out here, and 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 they're all running, and I was like, are you sure you're not busting my balls? Because you have every reason to be pissed at me ruining your Sunday with eight motorcycles in the backyard all running at 2,000 RPM. And she's like, no, it's really cool. Can I come over? And I was like, oh. fucking what did I do to earn you as a neighbor? You're, you're fantastic. She turned a backyard from a, a gravelly eyesore into like a proper nice backyard, doing it all with like manual tools. Like, like didn't have like proper rototillers and shit. Like she just went out there and sweated her ass off. For she a few willed days. it to be. She willed it to be. And uh, I, I, my girlfriend, uh, whether she's the girlfriend or the the wife of the the guy that lives back there, he's got a nice wood burner in his girlfriend of the wife, girlfriend or the wife of the guy. Oh, the wife, yeah. but. <laughs> Yeah, that's she's like, super, that's more sedate. Yeah. Okay. She's super sporty, but she came. She was like, she really liked the bikes. So she was, she came out. She's so looking she's at the bikes. Sporting woman. Yeah, sporting woman. She's in the working class. The yeah, that's right. <laughs> Half bird hydrocarbons. <laughs> exactly. And I swear to God, man, I had it was a true work day around my. I was waiting for the people to come and pick up those Nissans I was selling. So I was selling those Japanese cars. And so pow pow pow. pow. I said, it was literally pow pow pow. Because I sold three pals. So that's all gone off without a hitch? So far? The Prada and everything. The Prado's gone. Uh, three of the pals are gone. Uh, I've got one pal left I'm keeping for me, mm-hmm. the blue one. And then I've got another pal I'm picking up on Monday. Pow, pow. Right? Yeah. And then the Pajeros start coming in. So then I... The Pajeros. The coaster. What's that? You want a fucking coaster? Those things I are wanna, huge. I saw a that's coaster. a straight up bus, man. Yeah, that's, I saw a coaster I think a lot RV. Of them. There was a coaster RV. Yes. You know what I didn't like about it? Huh. It was everything that an RV should be, except no bathroom, no shower. Get out of here. And it was like it had a spiral thing. staircase going into it. <laughs> it did. It was oh, really? like this. Oh, really? It was sweet, but it was like... It said beige one on there. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't look at it. The prices dropped from... It was 12, then it was... 
ten, then yeah. it was eight, and yeah. it's down to like six something. They're like five and a half to ship. Apparently, the oh, really? they're, they're five or six grand to ship. <laughs> The Japanese do not want to tank their bodily fluids. They don't want to tra- keep their shit traveling with them, is yeah. what you're trying to say? Yeah. And then they have uh, that fire truck. Is that still... The fire there? truck's still there. You know what? I, I can't believe nobody Fukushima. bought that fire truck. Uh, I don't think so. Because it's the, only got like... It's got 5,000, 6,000 miles right. on it. And I'd buy a, that one. The Toyota Dyna? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, I'd buy that. It's five grand? Yeah. It's $4,700 right now. And then like, I think two and a half grand to ship it. We'll have to yeah. have you find me a Samba. They're like I said... Put two thousand dollars on the table. I'll have you one in thirty days. <laughs> when I have two thousand dollars, that's exactly it. Put up or shut up. When you put two thousand dollars on the table, there'll be a zombie here in thirty days. It's that. That's the one thing. There's no fucking shortage of. What's the shipping cost? You think? That's what I'm saying. You're two thousand all in. I did. Shit, read. really, really. <laughs> I'm getting I, on that. Damn yeah. deal. Okay, so I did read a little. I was looking at yeah. B Ford and everything, yeah. and. And I wandered onto a site, you know, where they were talking about all these Japanese import only, yeah. and some of the, you know, the racer kids around here trying to get some of these things. Yeah. And if you look at some of the Sprinter models, like it's like a, you know, a Sprinter Corolla or a Corolla Sprinter, blah blah blah. blah. Oh yeah, that's the up model, like turbo. Is that the official name? It's a, it's a class. Yeah, it's the but but If you see Sprinter, that right. means usually that it's a hopped up on Google. Us- it usually on means it's a race boy. It's a race it usually means it's got a big wing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the polite term to say drift car. <laughs> but you know, like if you could get yeah. like a Skyline or something like There's that. There's tons of Skylines. They're twenty five grand. Yes, yeah. 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 There's no shortage of Skylines. They're twenty five grand. And if you want the really sexy shit, which is the old Skylines. Yeah. There's plenty of 70s Skylines yeah, and shit that are available. They're I w- beautiful. I was showing Rita the pictures of that one. Uh, what was the big thing you had? The uh, huh? Cruiser. No. Oh, the Prada. Prada, yeah. yeah I was showing her pictures of that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Luke, my, my Luke, my son, was listening, as he always is. You can't. You can't utter syllables without them <laughs> joining the conversation. Remembering everyone has got I mean, the exact opposite of attention deficit. Oh, dude. I, <laughs> and I remember, the opposite I did, of if I did that when I was a kid, I'd be picking myself up off the floor. You know, right. I'd be, Shut up, boy. How about, but son, anyway, you never listen. To son, you listen too much. He listens to listening. Anyway, he's like, <laughs> he has AADD, like, anti-attention <laughs> deficit <laughs> disorder. Like, could he get us a fair lady? Yeah. Like, I'm There's sure one right now listed sure up there. Could, dude, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's There's bu- one listed right now. It's about 18 grand. It's bucks Deluxe. Yeah. 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 But, yeah they're all. <laughs> she used to work for Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Fair Lady. <laughs> From Fair Lady with Love. The, uh, yeah, those, there's ridiculous. I mean, I've got a short list of stuff I want for me that will happen, and then it'll happen, and then it will be sold. You know, I'll put my stink on it for like six months, and then somebody else can have it. Rub your nuts on it. Yep, yep. Fart in a seat for a while, and then move it along to somebody else. They can fart in a seat for a while. The, uh... But yeah, I've got a few of my short list of Japanese imports. I just now finally found a guy over there that was going to do some... We're going to do some imports, so we're going to get some Japanese motorcycles over there. What do you want is what I want to know. Hey, there you go. Those guys. Yeah. I already said I want a Subaru Samba. Right, Subaru Samba, yeah. Yeah. They have the van in the truck. I oh, think yeah. I would like the van. Oh, there's. But is it, is that before the import date? Yeah. No, they're good. They're they're good to go. Yeah. And in they fact, still make them now. Oh, yeah. really? In yeah. Japan, yeah. Do they oh, yeah. want harder? The, the trick with the Subarus is no. Actually, they don't. Uh, the trick with the Subarus is they're the Subarus are rear drive, and the other ones are mid. So the Subaru Sambas. 
Oh, mid-engine. Right. Rear engine, mid-engine. The Subarus have the rear engine. Yeah. And then Because the I know they're all-wheel drive. have the mid-engine, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the, the difference between the two. What do Japanese want from us as far as our motorcycles go? I'm believing the, the gentleman I'm working with right now, I'm corresponding with right now, seems to think that mid-70s inline four-cylinder Hondas are very sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you happen to have, and that's a good thing because I have the market cornered in those, uh, and... Uh, <laughs> All of the, as we were joking before, like the, the 80s uh, GPZs and stuff like that. The GX450s? GS450s? Something that's I, been I, popular I ask, in Europe that some of the European guys yeah. were, you know, taken out of the United States yeah. is the big bore motocrosses, like the CR500s, yeah. KX500s. It'll always be popular. Yamaha 490s, four eight, you know, stuff like that. Like Big singles, I think, will always be popular. There will always be fetish people for big singles. Yeah. And I think that right now... <laughs> I think that's a website. Right. <laughs> BBW. Bigsingles.com. Big yeah. Yeah. Big, yeah. Big Boar Singles. <clears throat> the, uh, I really don't think that America appreciates them because it's always been a CC war here. Right. And whoever had the biggest number of CCs, they got the sales. And I think that in Japan, there's absolutely no logical reason. In Europe, there's absolutely no logical reason for these big CC bikes because you're going to get taxed at a higher rate. There's, they're tariffed out the ass once you get to the bigger sizes. How many KZ 1300s were actually sold oh in my Japan? God, I think one. I think they're probably, I don't <laughs> think anywhere, I think they were all sold here. Right. I think that was like the CBX. I think that that was a project where it was pretty much a U.S. only thing, and then a couple of them trickled into Japan. Were they even like made here? So you would think. Yeah, that wasn't that the KZ 13 made here? Wasn't that built here? I know the CBX was. Yeah, CBX was. The CBX was built here. And the Goldwing. Yeah, I know a lot of the big displacement bikes were U.S. built and then exported out. And when you say built here, some of them were built in Ohio. Like the KZ 900s were built in Ohio. Built in the United States. So so was the Goldwing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One Japanese. The red, white, and blue 1976 (laughs) KZ with the, like, it looked like old, oldie Americani toll Mm -hmm. painting and shit on the side. (laughs) I was like, my God, man, that, that 1976 was going too America. far. <laughs> We're going to paint a big Quaker on the side of it. It'll be great. <laughs> With a couple of muskets crossed and an eagle. Turkeys. Not an eagle, yeah. turkeys. Turkeys. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's Hopey. As far as the Japanese stuff goes, at some point I'm going to have a, Thank you. I'll have a diesel Scooter hauler, motorcycle hauler. Nice. At some point, I'll have something. I, and I'm, goddamn it, I keep my eyes out for a fucking hearse. God damn, I got the bug <laughs> so bad for those hearses. What is Japanese oh, hearse? <laughs> yes, I got the bug so bad. Oh, I think they called it a Subaru Samba. That's just one of those. <laughs> There's a Toyota Crown in my it future. One of those yeah. has to make it to band camp. Like, yes, well, I agree. Jesus. I totally agree. Yep. I completely fucking like just agree. Just buy one for a year so you can yeah. take it to Bank. Just take the back. And then Mid Ohio. And then goodbye. Put a trailer on the back, put the bikes on the back. Sell it in Mid Ohio. Trim out the inside like Top Gear does, like with, you know, James May and Hammond, where they would like build those stupid, like, you know, sleeping at type vehicles where everything is in there just too small and it's all just too crowded in there. But you're like, oh, look, I got an oven. And it's like a little tiny hot plate or whatever. But yeah, you could do it with. The hearse, the Japanese hearse, and just think of how many dead people have been in it. <laughs> Hundreds, <laughs> thousands of dead people moved More around. to come. All the juices. <laughs> yeah. Lord. Right. They leak. Uh, oh, we'll get a PA. You can play the Monster Mash. The yes. Time. Yeah. But or the, the Monsters theme. All the gilded crap on it. It's so much fun. But, we'll have to play the Monsters Rash. 
<laughs> he did the rush. Okay. Well, there you go. He did the monster. And the, uh, that's yeah. this episode's racism. Thank you very much. Well done, sir. <laughs> didn't didn't know we were going to get that rating, but we did. Offensive to everyone. The, uh, but I do think I got to get in the business of shipping some bikes out of here. Like there's some there's some stuff there's got to be some asshole idiots in Japan who need some shit that this asshole's collected over the time. That was like my dream at one point was like to take. Okay, first I take a container, right. I put like a car, yeah. and all my bike collection, right. and I go to Hawaii. And okay. I buy, I found properties in Hawaii that was like an old gas station for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which was well, not cheap. But, no, but for that's Hawaii, still a that's pretty nice pretty piece reasonable. of property, you know. Yeah. And I'm going to ship there, and then I'm going to rent out slash or sell right. all my bikes. And then I got two brothers in the states. Have them shipping more. So they're just going to keep shipping me bikes. Yeah. And then Japanese people who come to Hawaii because that's a thing. Right. Can either rent and or take or your shit home. Rent to own. Right. Rent, all these American rent to own plus like the value it. added on it because the yeah. price that it will so my cost brothers there are going to be sending be me five hundred dollars CV seven fifties whatever. Right. I'm going to be fixing them a little bit and then selling them for good money. That seems fair. Living I don't see why you wouldn't do that. Yeah, Living in paradise. And yeah. still be poor. Well, of course. You have to stay poor. Yeah. There's yeah. no motivation in rich. Stay small, keep it all. The, uh, I, yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely think that there's, there's the market. I've had more fun with these Japanese cars. And the funny thing is you don't have to dick around so much selling them. The people do want them. Like, People want them. They don't want to go through all the hassles I'm going through getting them here. They don't want to get approval and permits you and everything. You need the heavy lifting. Yeah. So here it is. Yeah. And they're titled. I mean, I get them titled. So I need that fire truck then. <laughs> Toyota Dyna, baby. I think that I think that fire truck's a kick-ass project. It's just interesting, though. Do you think, take all the back that off? Yeah. Do you the think, Mitsubishi one's really cool, though, but it's like thirteen thousand. I think the Toyota Dyna is the one. Yeah. I think that's the one that's got no miles. Do you think the guy who bought the Prada or who, who huh? bought any of these? Uh, yeah, I'm talking cars, to all of them. I talked to all of them. Any of them has been looking for one of these all their life, and like now you're showed up, or yeah. was it just a? Wow. I don't know. I happened across it. Right. I saw it. Yeah. I looked at the vehicle. Mm-hmm. I looked at the price, and I said, "Cool wow, vehicle for the right that is money." Fucking yeah. awesome! You yeah. know, like most of the people I've been selling the POWs to, two of the people didn't know the POWs existed. The one guy saw the two that okay. I had out here ready for shipment. The one guy came in. One of our scooter customers came in, saw the POW outside, and was like, "I don't know what that is, but I need to own it. How much does it cost?" And I said, "Well, as luck would have it, that particular one." Is sold. You That's can't the have same it. Same reaction they have at the Bunny Ranch all the time. <laughs> <laughs> if you have, have two it? pals together, is it a powwow? I don't know it's what you call pal. that thing, but I have it. I told him, I was like, the only other one I have at the moment has got a tappy motor for about an hour at least, and it might cost you some money to have the motor gone through. But I know the guy to do it. And hydraulic or what's that? Hydraulic lifters in those? No. No, just regular mechanical. So, but yeah, but you know what I would say? Uh, the noise sounds like it's probably the bottom end of a big end bearing. So, and that's what it sounds like to me. But who knows? We'll get the motor part. We'll find out. If not, I found a motor sitting in Japan that I can have for the princely sum of five hundred and sixty dollars with forty six thousand kilometers on it. Delivered. They'll put it in the back of the next car and bring it over. Oh, sweet. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So basically free. So that's a good thing. 
So we'll see. But it is interesting. Like, it's, there's a weird little cult around these, of course. Like any cult vehicle, there's there's people that are into it. I think they make their own cult. Anybody who sees one of those is like, especially well, like the Figaro. Don't even yeah. talk about the Figaro. Oh, those are thirteen to sixteen grand right Anybody now. Anybody who eBay. sees a Figaro is like, oh, damn, that's yeah. a cute little fucking car. Yeah, it is. And they're going for, in my opinion, they're going for too much money on eBay. But they are twice as desirable. They're, they're half as many manufactured as the POW. And they're more luxurious. They're more well-appointed. I just can't fit in it, you know. When I drive it, I feel really crowded. When I'm, I mean, I can drive it, but I don't appreciate driving it because I feel really fucking wedged in there. Do you fit okay in the POW? The POW fits great. Yeah, the POW is considerably more open inside because it does not have all the luxury appointments of the Figaro. So You need a POW with yeah. the Figaro motor. Well, that seems to be the hot setup is, you know, that's an extra 20 horsepower because you get turbo that turbo. The, turbo yeah. into the yeah. POW. Yeah, get the power reminds me of a Porsche 356. Kind of. I mean, it's not not really, but like the just the feel of it. It's very mechanical, it's very primitive. It's got that. that What reminds you of that? The POW or the Figaro? No, the Figaro. Oh, Figaro. Figaro. Which one is the one? The blue one. The blue one. That's the 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 Figaro. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the one we had at the. Yeah, that one reminds me of the. It reminds me of Columbo's Peugeot. It does. It definitely reminds. To me, it looks like a Vespa 400 yeah. had sex with a Carmen Ghia. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. But the... Uh, See, man, that's... that's yeah, but and the, like I said, those aren't hard to come by. I need that and in that's, my life. And that's all moonroof. Is that the Suzuki? Is that the... That's the Samba. That's the Samba wagon. Yeah. The Samba van. Samba van. Yeah. But that whole roof is glass. Yeah. That's pretty sexy. Yep. And if you go into a turn at anything over 12 miles per hour... <laughs> You're dead. Sidewall. You know the... <laughs> <laughs> like a Robin Reliant. <laughs> oh, my favorite episode of Top Nissan Air. has a Quest mm-hmm. that has an eight-window moonroof. Yeah. So, yeah. And those go yeah. for dirt cheap. They do go dirt cheap, yeah. I would have to have a with custom a, license with a bad plate front Johnny. Bearing. Yeah. That's, oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, they built those for a minute. Front wheel bearings? Yes. The ones that go for cheap have a a bad Bad wheel front front wheel bearing, or there's a motor mount that goes bad. Yeah. You can pick them up for $2,500, but they're fully loaded with leather, DVD player, eight window, the whole roof is all moon, Mm -hmm. eight window (gasps) roof. Yeah. Yeah, they're cool. They're neat. Vanity plate, the devil. The devil? For a product. Oh God! Yes, uh, <laughs> the the Pajeros I'm bringing in the Mitsubishi Pajeros. I got nice. one gas V6 coming in, and I got one turbo diesel intercooled uh, four cylinder coming in. I got one of each, and uh, it's like spy versus spy. One's white, and one's black. Oh, there you go. And they both have moonroofs. They both have crankback moonroofs and stuff. And they both have the Smart Track, the Mitsubishi Smart Track all-wheel drive system, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So oh. we'll see. I'm excited about it because it's a good winter car. So. The white one is very snazzy. I might want to keep the white one. It's got big, ugly bull bars on the front. Big, big yellow, giant aircraft landing lights on the front. Very Japanese, yeah. yeah. Looks like an early Tamiya radio-controlled car. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, that's that's what this, that's that whole generation. That whole generation is those cars, man. I mean, that's like that's what they look like. And, they're just cool. So you know, you know he'll be you know he'll be going camping. You know be pitching wood for that <laughs> Cam. Oh yeah, Cam will because that's oh yeah he'll be, he'll be like, Ding! yeah he'll have a real tough time living with the fact that I own it and he doesn't. 
That's a problem easily solved with money. That's right. It is. It is. If I didn't know you wanted the Land Cruiser so bad, I would have sold it to you. I yeah. would have bought it, but no, that's cool. I mean, I, I get it. We know there's more of them. Yeah, I know where to get Steve, more of them. Is there any end yeah. to if the you, amount of shit if you, you happen buy? to see? <laughs> no. If you but, happen to see, good yeah. for you. An early Suzuki Jimny. Yeah, yeah. I see them all the time. Bite and put in the back of that. For oh, <laughs> the problem with the that's Suzuki Jimnys, the Jimnys are all 650 cc's. I just can't help but think it's underpowered. And then there's the uh, the Mitsubishi Jeeps, which are licensed. They're licensed by Jeep North America to Mitsubishi to be made, and it's got all the plates right on there. So it's all the leftover tooling from the World like War II Jeep. Right? It's a World War II Jeep. No, it doesn't even. No. It looks like no, a, like a, a 2A. No, it's a 2A. 2A? Like it's a a 2A is a short hood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like a 2A. 2A. The tall hood was no. a 3. No, it's yeah. a 2A. Yeah. It's a definitely a 2A, and it's it's manu- there's a, manu- a data plate right on it that says licensed by Jeep what? United States USA. Two Mitsubishi for production. What's under this? No, they're not all. Diesel. Okay, I was going to say. They're, they're, they're not all. They have, they have separate locking differentials and everything, right? I mean, they have three mm, levers. They have three, three levers. levers, yeah. So three levers, yeah. So you could lock the fronts and lock, lock the, the back. You can lock the fronts. You can lock the backs. Yeah. So what are they Th- calling Three that? levers total would be main trans. Um, main trans. Two-wheel, four-wheel. Two-wheel, four. And high-low. Oh, okay. Uh, I think, yeah, you're right. Okay, so they have three levers. I noticed those on there. And those things go for nothing. Really? Yeah. But they always seem like they're rusty. John and I were like, really? Like really rusty. Yeah. It's like plunk yeah. some money no, down. And, and they do. You're right. They always look you rusty. nothing. How much do you mean by nothing? 2200 bucks, 2400 bucks. They always look rusty, every single one of them. I've never seen anything better than a cloth top. That's oh, fine. compared to your International, they look they're great. cream puffs. They got to be. Yeah, compared yeah, to your International, because you can't see through any of these. Yeah. I can see all the way through. <laughs> That's it. The only but thing yeah. left in my international is the hump. Yeah. <laughs> well, these these have solid good floors in them. They just look nasty underneath. You know, whatever. But but they're all they're buggy springs all four ways around. I mean, this thing looks like it's not safe over forty five miles an no, hour. It's not. Sure. But it still has all the. more than forty five. It still has all the United States Army gauges in it. Oh wow! And everything. I mean, yeah, it looks like an airplane. Yeah, it's, it like it's an air, airplane it uh, yeah, cockpit. It's, it's the same dashboard I remember from the military. You know, they're they're just I when they got the license to build them, they didn't change a goddamn thing. Like the little bullshit indicator lights that are just like look like little boots. Mm-hmm. You know, those are all still exactly the same. Everything's World War II surplus. Still like the coasters though. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, who doesn't? They're but they're just big as fuck. I mean, I'll Did probably anybody get buy a motorcycle this week. Oh no! No, no buying. You didn't buy any bikes. I didn't buy any bikes. I was busy in California. I was trying to sell them. Did you hear about the endowment principle or the endowment theory? No. They did a test and they discovered that there's this problem that we have with pricing things, and we determine what something is worth, and the value of something is different whether or not we own it. Hmm. And it turns out they did an experiment. And they discovered that the endowment principle is, if, you know, your opinion is that this cup is worth a dollar, right? Mm-hmm. But if but your cup, if you're selling your cup, it's worth more. Well, because mine's full of beer. Well, yours happens to and be yours full of beer empty. at the moment. Right. So yours <laughs> is worth more. That's why you have to bust everybody's bubble when you negotiate with right. them. Right. So the first thing you have to do in, an, in, an, in a negotiation is to devalue their item and to separate them from the endowment principle. Mm-hmm. And if you can separate them from 
this sense that because they own it, it's worth more, and turn it into depersonalize it. You know, take the collector value away from it. Take the sentimental value away from it. Well, the anti-endowment theory is when you go and try to trade in your car. Yes. And you look at KBV for their trade-in value, and the dealer's like, that's only worth like a quarter of that. Yeah. Show them what everybody else's that's just like yours is worth. Yeah. Yeah. And And it's absolutely true. It's... It is a very difficult thing. KBB works on a wholesale and a retail, and if you say that KBB wholesale is eight grand and KBB retail is ten grand, then somewhere in between is twenty four hundred bucks. The allocation, well, somewhere in between is the allocation for the difference between purchasing it at a dealership and purchasing it on a civilian level. You know, purchasing on a cash sale between but, two. But people. I've noticed that even like if they're trading that yeah. number. The dealer offers you like a third or a quarter Always. of the trade, and Always. Level. And it's just like, you know, so. the, the words never swing at the first pitch are very, very good advice. And, yeah, I've been to dealers many times where people have offered me obscenely low numbers, knowing full well that the worst I could say was no. They still had the advantage. They had the car I, w- I wanted. Right. So if the fact that we're having a conversation means that... You have something I want. Otherwise, off I would fuck, and we wouldn't be having the conversation. Well, I had a so, salesman tonight, and I was looking for a car for my daughter. <laughs> and he said, insult me with right. a number. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to go to another place. Yeah. And then I'll insult you later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> insult me with a number. Why do I need a number to insult you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, unless the car you're trading in right. is new enough and good enough for them to put on their lot as you stock, yeah. they, they offer those fuckers yeah. right away. Well, everything's going on wholesale. Yeah. Right. They often to like JD yeah. Byrider or places like that. I mean, the wholesale market's the only way to fly. Yeah. It's cash in 48 hours. They're going to turn that car into cash in 48 hours. If they detail it and put it on their floor, they might be sitting on that car for as much as six months. Well, that's not cool. They're not. You can't roll that shit over. Six months? Fuck that. Well, they'll take yeah. two and three year old cars that are yeah. lower in miles. That's flying off for that. the floor compared to some stuff. Oh, sweet baby Jesus! That 1900 Yamaha we got on the floor of the Roadliner. Holy <laughs> shit! I am gonna die with that motorcycle. <laughs> it had a cake the other day. It had cake the other day. And you know the worst thing is, it still had cake on its face from the last cake it had a year ago. <laughs> Fucking goddamn! It's a great motorcycle. Nobody will buy it. Yeah, I do like the new gold one though. Mm. Yeah, great. I mean, it doesn't help my situation. <laughs> Does it still have oh, a naked you know lady airbag? Here, here, here's what we'll do. Fuck it, we'll do this. Last week, Chris Smith, on our podcast, last week Chris Smith gave the announcement that for $2,500, he was going to sell his Superhawk, which is a goddamn good deal any way you slice it. If that podcast dropped today. Thank Dustin, the podcast dropped today. 5%. Right, yeah. So right now, everybody has had a, th- a week to think about your... No, dropped today, so they had 20 minutes to think about. Well, no, this isn't dropping right this minute. Right. When they hear this, when they hear this one, they will. Based have, by on the time they hear right. this one, right. they will have had. Based on current performance standards, they will have had had. They will have had had. Have had had had. Would Yins all like to come over and see this shit? Let's do Yins. multiple. Let's do. Let's do. Let's <laughs> continue. This. Continue. Continue. So okay, so let's have another one. Let's just make it a feature of the fucking podcast where every week we announce a bike that is being sold for far too little money. 
Yeah. Yamaha let's Roadliner. Do, let's do the goddamn Yamaha Roadliner. <laughs> Works. <laughs> nice. Wow. That was the starting bell. That was the starting trombone. <laughs> okay, the Roadliner. I will be completely forthcoming with you. I will tell you everything that is wrong with that Roadliner. The neutral light doesn't work. Aww. No, seriously, it doesn't. It's not in your garage. It's got a quick disconnect batwing windshield, but every other part of it works kick-ass and is awesome. It's that cool dual-color paint. It's like a bronze and sage green color, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. But it's a goddamn roadliner. It's got so- uh, it's got uh, the rec- the leather-look bags on the back that are fixed to the bike. They're not floppy, slappy. You should call it deco-liner. It is a deco-liner. Well, the, the roadliner and the... What was the other one? The, the Roadliner and the Stratoliner Strato were the same okay. bike. The Stratoliner had so you the, the Stratoliner at the other bike at the other no. shop. No, this the Stratoliner has hard bags with the same three stripe embellishment on the tank on the bags. No. The Roadliner didn't come with <laughs> rear bags, but this one has the Yamaha optional bags, the leather bags for the back. Okay, it has a quick disconnect batwing fairing. Hey, yours is sitting out in the hallway, Steve. No, I had one of those bikes when I was a kid. Steve's going to buy it. What's it going to take me to get this yours bike? Yours is sitting out in the hallway. Anyway. That was my first bike. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't, but let's Could do this. Made. Let's do this. What's the mileage? Can I make payments on it? I don't know. Like uh, no. 24,000 miles. Oh, that's nothing. 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 Okay. I can't make payments no, on it. No, you can make, you know, if you bring your own financing, I give a fuck. Don't ask me to finance it for you because it's, you know, it's a little older. You can make one payment. You can make. Right, so you can, yeah, this can be yours. Can one easy payment. You can make but I'll payment. tell you what: for the podcast and for the podcast alone, I know the Kelly Blue Book on the bike is around seven grand. So I'll do five grand. Oh shit! So do five grand. Do five thousand dollars. Before midnight tonight. No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> five thousand dollars. So for five thousand dollars, you can own that road line. Now here's the other thing: for free. You can make me an offer of less than $5,000. And I may or may not take it. This is the beginning of winter. Winter is not going to get any easier. But don't be a cunt about it. I could, you know what? They can be a cunt if they want. But be a cunt, it's just not going to do much. You'd be a cunt. You know what we're going to do, right? We're going to call you out on it. We're going to shave you. We're going to call, call you out on your cuntiness. Right, right. But, but I'll, say, I'll say five grand. So you, Five grand, and that is a what damn good motorcycle. Now it's nineteen hundred. It's nineteen hundred cc's. That's that's six hundred cc's away from my car. But it goes down the road at all of like twenty two hundred rpm. Uh, it's also about six hundred pounds away from your car. <laughs> yeah, it's not a light girl. She does handle real good. I read all the reviews. It's your a, heart is beating harder than that motor is. It is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> read all the reviews. They the fucking Roadliner was an amazing motorcycle. Everyone loves it. So it's got a. But it doesn't need it doesn't need anything. That bike can go cross country right now. But so somebody will buy that bike, or somebody should buy the bike. Buy his bike for twenty five hundred. That's last week. Mm-hmm. Buy the Yamaha Roadliner. For for five grand, you know, or forty five hundred. I don't give up. I gotta sell the damn thing. And then Tune next, in next week. Next week we'll surprise next you week with something. We'll else. have some other kind of a bike. Sure. We'll have some other bike up. There's a there's a near fire sale going on at my house. <laughs> no, it's a real fire sale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, 
hey, look, his his wife's car's got a Dodgy transmission, and yeah. he's got to put a house full of wiring I told you not to buy Dodge. A Ford with a Dodgy transmission. A Ford with a Dodgy <laughs> transmission. And that is the definition of your situation. you got a Ford oh, with a Dodgy transmission. Fucking What's the next Dodgy. event that we have coming up? Nothing. I mean, we are in the, we're in the clear until probably Purgatory. March. Oh. No, end of January is always the IX Center. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, IMS well, there's that. Motorcycle. Yeah, this is I thought you meant riding event. event. Purgatory. This is mo- motorcycle event. Purgatory. There's really we'll nothing. We'll have a riding event sometime before. Before Park. January twenty yeah. eighth, a yeah. riding event. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Snowmaster four hundred. Good. I'll just Fuck let you up. organize that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, we are. We got yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna have a riding event. Yeah. Oh, we're all gonna get on an airplane and go to Miami. Maybe. That might be Miami. the only option. And rent yeah. 50cc scooters and ride around resort towns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I could you do Ride out to Oberlin and I protest could... the sushi. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Is that I don't even want to know. <laughs> the college kids blacked off the road because they were protesting. The sushi on the menu was not... Hold from on. the same country. It was different country sushi, and I don't even wait, 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 know anything wait, wait. about okay, sushi. Okay, hold on. Oberlin College. Look it up on the The YouTube's. Oberlin, I don't... Uh, Snowflake <laughs> College. Uh, the Oberlin College. The children, um, the, the students at Oberlin College blocked a roadway in Oberlin, a town where the college is the source of income, because the sushi, what, at the chow hall? Yeah. So the sushi at the cafeteria, because, first of all, you have sushi at your cafeteria, yeah. wasn't from... Wasn't fresh. Like I don't know. Like it, it was something like <laughs> it was supposed to be from Thailand, but they said it was Taiwan Thailandese Taiwanese or whatever. And it turned out to be Thailandese. It was, it was something. Like but the point is, effect. there was some. It was protest. from Indonesia. <laughs> The point, the point is, is, do you want to eat sushi that was shipped from around the world? No, I want to eat sushi that was made was, today. I don't and think Lake it was Erie. Cleveland. I want no. fresh Cleveland sushi. No, I'm saying I don't think it was out of those Chinese trout. I think it was the style yeah. that it was made, and, and not like it wasn't shipped from Thailand. But I think it, it had something to do with the style that they said it was, but they it wasn't pros- the right they style. They protested that. Yeah, look it if up. If you're on protesting sushi. You need another shooting. You just have to look at the, what they protest. <laughs> I don't think they've had one there. I don't think they've had one there. Oh it, my god! Was it the main road? Was it Fifty Eight they blocked? Or? Yeah, because I got one of side This was a while ago. This wasn't like <laughs> side, yesterday. They, they protested. Yeah. They blocked the side like, street. They blocked, they blocked four, the dead street. Four they blocked the dead end road. The, it's uh, like, oh right, then I'll just get around. They literally protested because of a sushi-related thing. It was thing. ridiculous. A sushi-related problem ended up in a street closure, a major route, state route closure, in Oberlin. Yep. Wow. Oh. Oh, my God. The sense of entitlement is thick out there. <laughs> Holy shit. Speaking I'm of thick, we're at two hours. All right, we're at two hours. So on that, we're going to wrap it up. Anybody else have anything significant or important to say? Uh, buy my Yamaha Roadliner. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. Make an offer. Right, that's it. We're kind of the wrong demographic. We're probably not a big cruiser podcast, you know. So, but hey, what the hell? It's always the first. <laughs> What's a cruiser? <laughs> well, it's a it's a guy who just finds other men fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> and on that note, try right fast and take, take chances. Press the red button.